The fall season is underway with Vandelver and below the Shattered Obelisk and a brand new season of the Great Dane Society playing Horror on the Orient Express. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow chaotics find the chaos. You are listening to Swords and Sages, playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition, led by your dungeon master, Tiana Hansen, me, as I take this group of unlikely adventurers through Candlekeep Mysteries. Let's go ahead and meet our adventurers. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook. And I'm playing Dewey to Medite. Uh, my parents are somewhere here in the library, I think. Anyway, I'm looking for some some swords and maybe maybe some sages, maybe. I'm Lady Bedivere, aka Alondra, and I will be playing Sabachthani Moreover. Now, sugar, why don't you take your hands off of that before I take them off for you? My name is James Aaron O, and I'm playing Wuya. And adults say I'm what's the word? Precocious? I'm Laura Domingo. I play Odilla Inaldi, a woman in search of answers for the case she could never solve. I'm Ezra Denny. I have no idea why I'm playing D&D, and I am playing Lester Moreover. Tell me, have you ever given up everything for the love of a good woman? Mystery and intrigue wait around every corner as our adventurers explore Candlekeep and its mysteries. So come along with us as we explore Candlekeep. And welcome back, everyone. Wow. Wow. Yes? It was just really quick. It no, it wasn't. Like, it was not feel half. like two and a half minutes. It was the same amount of time it always is. We just didn't all get up and run in circles yeah. around the table this time. Well, I mean, I, I got up to get my dice because I forgot to get them earlier, but I have them now. So, previously on Swords and Sages, <clears throat> dun dun. Uh, after dealing with all of the issues in in the chalet and closing the the portal to the Shadowfell, and uh, making their making their way down through uh, the 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 trade road through a village that was being attacked by awakened trees and all sorts of other. Horrible, interesting things. Uh, our travelers have have gotten down to the river and uh, met a, a a barge woman, eh, a boat captain named Jocelyn. Barge who... woman sounds like the Duchess. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she is a battleship yeah, of a woman. A <laughs> um, and you all made your way along along the river toward uh, Elturiel, and in well. Toward Candlekeep, it stopped notorial of along the way. Uh, in 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 the city, um, y'all went shopping, resupplied. Jocelyn told you you've got like five hours, and then you need to be back on the boat, please. And uh, Sabathani met with someone, a representative of of one of of one of the hells. Which one? It's unimportant. Mm. It's entirely entirely possible that it might be important later, but. Uh, it is it is turning into quite a beautiful, warm summer day. James is looking very confused. 
I just see Digimon in the chat, so I'm just People curious. asked who won the round of Magic the Gathering during the uh, during the intro, and I told them today we played Speed Digimon and Thomas smoked us. We change it up, you know, we play a different board game every intro. You've clearly never played board games with Thomas if you think he did it fast. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, next week we'll be playing Gloom, but only in the duration of the intro. <laughs> mm. Cthulhu Gloom, that one's fun. I have a copy for another two days. You do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, it is a beautiful summer day in, in, in El Turio, And uh, Lester, moreover, and Wu Ya are having ice cream together. Two, two old men sitting down and having ice cream together. Mm-hmm. Just a man and his grandchild. <laughs> which one is which? <laughs> That's the Hard Oh, we're going back to episode one, Wuya, apparently. Woo! Oh <laughs> you, hit, you, hit, you hit some notes up there, my friend. Hello! Uh-huh. It's kind of down here. Yeah, it's right around here. I don't know. Uh, I've been, I've, I had a struggle with accents well, I was gonna say, this morning. Everybody got lower by about episode three. Oh, yeah. Sabathony also started in a much higher register. I'm pleased to see that, you know, you're developing, son. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's actually uh, kind of nice. Um, kind of. I remember it was not exactly the best time, and I can also see it in Dewey. It's wrecks the body. It's ugh, the worst. Um, but yeah, no, he, he has his original cup of ice cream, and then he also asks for that small cup, and then he will just scoop some of the ice cream and just put it in the small cup, take out one of his uh, little incense, pop it in there, and just... You just press the, press the digitation <laughs> to uh, light the tip as he begins to eat. Oh, mm, good. What, what, is the, uh, what is the incense for? Do you, is the smell of the ice cream not a, a, a pleasing to you? Mm. Mm, no. Um, um, <laughs> it's a little silly, but I, I sometimes share meals with her. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the risk of being impertinent, uh, what was she like? Mm. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> she was definitely more of the uh, articulate one with words, but she. Oh, she was a. Ray of sunshine. Um, she always knew how to brighten the room. And, you know, when you work with death and disease often, it, it can be a bit of a dowering effect on your soul. And then... I've met your intern. Yeah. Yeah, he... um. Yeah, that was that was an unexpected turn on that part. He was he was honestly very much like Dewey, very bright eyed and excited to do work. And well, he was that sweaty. <laughs> a little less so. He was well past that puberty age, but also he might he was about to kick into that second phase. You know that twenty two to twenty five range. You get the adult acne is. <sighs> Oh, but he, he, I guess he missed out on that stage, but then also missed out on all the rest of life. 
So. And, you know, the moral development that comes with that, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, time travel and um, time condensing, squashing, I don't know, can uh, really, uh, really do a damper. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, immortality can as well. I went through an ugly, ugly phase where uh, none, nothing mattered except Saba. Mm -hmm. Because everyone I interacted with was probably going to be gone before I ever saw them again. Which leads one to become somewhat transactional in one's relationships. And it is only in the past recent, relatively recent past, that I have uh, come out of that phase. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's almost like the, the petulant child that has everything. When, when you don't fear death, when you don't have that immediacy, it becomes uh, far too easy to, um, to to lean a little nihilistic. I mean, I guess a question for that is, how do you keep going if you felt like you've done everything? Well, uh, speaking only for myself, uh, you realize how much you haven't done. And sometimes the only way you can realize that is uh, through the eyes of another. And we are just gives a knowing smile and kind of looks down at the small cup and continues to eat. Well, thank you for taking me here. This was very nice. Of course. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I appreciate these talks, old man. <laughs> you too old man question mark close enough close enough anyway uh, I know we only have a limited time here so you want to buy some time ties not time you have enough um, <laughs> go buy some ties and I'm gonna go look for some books alright you sure you don't want that bolo tie I feel, <laughs> I feel like Dewey would wear that splendidly. Well, that's the problem. Bolo ties should only be given to people who will not wear them. I mean, you know, if you convince him that it is a, it is a poor choice for his outfit, but you just really thought of him when you bought it, it could go either way. I'd have to get it in gray. <laughs> Ooh, get it in gray and engraved. I can only imagine what I'd write in there. <clears throat> can you teach me explosive runes? <laughs> um, not quite there yet. Eight-year-old body. I still remember this stuff, but the capacity, it's like, oh gosh. It's like a water container, but I'm this tiny cup. Mm right now and i used to be this big cup that could actually hold all the ice cream and if i put all of the ice cream in the tiny cup it just 
overflows and the cup goes literally that sound that is what happens when your body gets overloaded with magic it just well i for one hope to never hear that sound <laughs> me neither <laughs> anyway i'm gonna go buy those books go buy some books son you see a copy of flowers in the attic i'll look for it you've ever since you've met odilla you really want to see that one I, it's a classic okay a modern day classic well <clears throat> the sequels kind of got a little uh, 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 gratuitous. Mm. But in that first book, V.C. Andrews caught lightning in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like it's a much more mature read. So uh, I will have to... Have to God. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I... <laughs> I was working. So we're on... now in Russia, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I had to work on five accents this morning. I am my mind. Um, we can only afford two. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> well, let's bring it back. Um, yeah, I know it's. Um, well, it sounds like a more of a mature read. So with a few little hand signs and I believe a verbal component. <laughs> Something. I said, yep. I wish he to be big. I wish to be big. Essentially, yeah, what you see before you is this small wuya just <laughs> like crack up larger. And before you, you see a mid 20s wuya hair down to his shoulder or way past his shoulders. And it just like kind of covers his face. And it's like, huh. It's been a while since I had. One second, and he pulls out just like a thin little stick and just like rolls it up into a bun and just ties it. What is the point of... Is this an illusion? Actually, no. This one is a... Uh... Ha! We have now an adult American now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see what happened was... Three accents! Three accents, yeah. Uh, no, it's more of a transmutive spell. I see. Yeah, uh... uh... I see. Well, right. <laughs> uh, and is this a permanent change? Uh, for a limited time. So I should probably well, get on looking for those books. I mean, the kid might get a better price. True, but the kid may also be denied. What? Which spell is this? Uh, alter self. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> probably the most grotesque uh, description of alter self <laughs> I have ever heard. I like I'll, it. Uh, I'll quickly become kid. You yeah, we yeah, go. <laughs> Have fun. Please don't break anything while you're me. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's transmutation. So it's like your tiny bones is going. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't expecting the necromancer to have like a nice way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is so much easier. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay um i'll start with ezra because i don't i don't think I, I i don't think you do do you have anything that you want to do while you're nope. kid Wu uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face <laughs> you had to offer no yes. no i'm uh but i do want to buy uh i want to ask the my my tie guy for a bolo tie with like a a raven skull as the the center oh. as mm. one mm. Like a silver. Well, that's a uh, that's a little bit difficult. Let me find it. Let me, let me look real quick. This is why I come here. I can understand what he says. <laughs> he speaks regular English. 
I've uh, always appreciated you, Sam. Well, you know, the feeling's mutual, sir. And uh, he comes back in a, a moment later, carrying pretty much exactly what you're looking for. Wrap that up for me. All right, sir. And gets it all wrapped up for you. Chuck and charge to the house. Oh, that'd be lovely. Of course, of course, of course. And you walk away with a uh, silver raven head bolo tie. Uh, James, would you like to tell the, the lovely folks at home what you yeah. are looking for? So he's going to look throughout this religious town. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he, honestly, he mm. probably goes to the Christian science place first because that might be where he finds the book he needs. Um, <laughs> Welcome, friend. <laughs> uh, can He's I tell you about Ilmater? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I forgot why I don't like cities. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking for two books. One, any continuation into the studies of the uh, the disease that plagued his um, hometown, since there seems to be more information here than way back over there. And two, if there is a possibility, and he knows that there's going to be a lot of books that have this is how you kill a lich. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he wants to look for books that can reverse the process. Okay. Oh. Um, I would like you to give me a straight d20 roll. See what play. <gasps> no investigation. Nope. Straight <laughs> d20. I use Odilla's luck. <laughs> <laughs> eh, 13. Oh, that's kind of lucky number? Question mark. 13. So, you have a couple of hours to to ask around uh, Elturel, and um, you are having some difficulty because, as you say, there is lots of tomes, especially with the Hell Riders around, about how to kill liches and demons and devils and all of the you know undead, all of those sorts of things that the more religious paladin types like smashing down. So finding something about actually reversing the process is very difficult. How much money do you have on you? How much do I have? 374 gold. Okay. Um, after about an hour of asking around, you're starting to get a little bit, not frantic exactly, mm -hmm. because you have enough wisdom to not get that, but you're getting frustrated. Second alter self, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I have to step outside from it. Forgot about that process. Anyway. Um, what is your uh, investigation modifier? The plus seven. Okay. Um, so dirty 20. A, a dirty 20 if it's an investigation check. You are correct. <laughs> if it is. You know, you know. Just You know. Um, you have visited what feels like every temple in this town, and you finally find it's not a temple. It's not even, a, it's not a bookstore. What, it doesn't seem like it's anything, really. But you're, you, you, you find yourself standing in front of it, and there's a tiny little wooden sign next to the door that, that says, uh, Books and Curiosities. I am curious. Hey! <laughs> And inside, uh, standing standing behind the counter is a is a quite an old male elf standing standing behind the counter, and he looks up as you come in and looks you up and down. And how can I help you, sir? Yes, this is a curious uh, topic. Well, you have entered the right shop for that, sir. Perfect, perfect. 
perfect. Look, there's this book that it is, I think it is very rare to find, but I hear it is an incredible read. Uh, Flowers in the Attic? Oh, that's hardly rare at all. There are five or six used copies just down the street. Is that really all you No, I was kidding. That isn't what Um, you came here for. Your steps would not have been led here for something so mundane. (laughs) True. But she's his daughter. How can you say mundane? Hear that in the back of my head. (laughs) (laughs) Message? Um, Yeah. (laughs) um, Okay, well... Two questions. One, books. Um, do you have any information on... Oh, gosh. It's an illness. I don't know the name. It ravaged the town of a friend of mine. And essentially one of the signs is small red rashes that eventually expand into blue and purple pustules that really just do uh, damage on the nervous nervous system. One of, one of his eyebrows goes up, which is the most expression that you've seen on this person's face since you've walked in the door. You are speaking of the plague that uh, was transplanar. I had a feeling, but... Uh... I did not think a man of your years would have been aware of such a thing. He says, giving you a very long look. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in these moments, I defer to those who have had those years. What can you tell me about it? I, very little. I did not experience it myself, thankfully. However, wait here. And he steps into a a back room, and you can hear uh, a key opening a, a lock, and then two more keys. (laughs) <laughs> Keep my grandfather locked in this closet. <laughs> Can I see anything through the curtains? No, there are two layers of curtains between where he is and the in the front. Oh, it's the back of the video store. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out a few minutes later carrying a a handwritten book. It is it is small. It reminds me a little bit of the Book of the Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, in that it it doesn't look like it was put together by someone who really knew what they were doing. And he's carrying it very carefully and sets it down in front of you. This is the account of a a traveler who encountered this particular infection and lost quite a few people to it, but survived it himself. Hmm. That is the most that I know about this. This disease. What do you know of it? Why do you know of it? Again, friend uh, had a particularly tricky time with it. Roll a deception check. Dirty 20. He just looks at you and shakes his head slightly. Well, then, send your friend this direction if, they, if, they, if he wants to know about it. And moves as, as though to go into the back of the shop again with it. <sighs> or, friend... or, or you can try telling the truth. If the friend is myself, for, you know, what sh- person shouldn't be friends with themselves? 
How would that change it? Significantly, as I have not myself spoken to anyone who has, well, made it to this particular plane of existence and seen it. It was largely... Because I found, and he pulls out this book, or the book he got from uh, Baldur's Gate, because I found this in Baldur's Gate, which is my first clue Mm -hmm. that this disease here is more prevalent than where it comes, where it hit, where it came from in my area. Fascinating. Have you time to sit and discuss this, or no, you have traveler's clothes on? Unfortunately, it is uh, about 20 minutes left before I have to get on. Hmm. Well then, I I do not believe we have time to sit and discuss this at any length, at least not at the moment, but to return when you have time. Hmm. And we can speak of this in more detail. Could I have a name? I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we were going to speak once more, it should be with names. So call me Tim. You may call me Aelin. Aelin, I'm Wuya. Pleasure to meet you. Wuya, a pleasure. I'll be very interested in hearing your account Hmm. of this. Uh, Fortunately, I don't have my notes on me, but I can tell or I can say what I saw. Very good. Well then, Wuya, do you wish to take this book with you, or is that for a time when we can sit and discuss it? Oh, I mean, I would love to read it and discuss more with more knowledge. But also, I do have that limited time, as he looks at his blank wrist. Um, I do also have one other thing I need to ask about. I was kind of hoping within this place here there would be... Oh... Quick question. How do you feel about monotheism? <laughs> what a town to ask that is. <laughs> uh, I think it's bold choices. As, as far as... There are many gods. And eh, I ascribe to the ones that I choose. Hmm. Which is not a popular opinion here. Good. Um, <clears throat> I found a lot of books about killing liches and you know that is 10 for a penny do you have anything that can any processes anything that could help moving that along in reversing the process of lichdom yes it is a very difficult expensive not the book the process itself It comes at great cost, because to become a lich is also a tremendous cost. And reversing such a thing is, it is the sort of thing that sends ripples of power through the entirety of the weave. It is not something to be undertaken lightly. Hmm. But it can be done, and I have a book that spells out a process to do so. Lovely. Is there any way I can have these notes and that? Because I am uh, <laughs> staring at... <clears throat> wow. 
I need to stand out in the sun a bit more. Um, yes, I am on limited time at the moment, unfortunately. So you are, Mr. Wuya. Very well. Uh, let us say a hundred gold for the two of them. I will drop a hundred and ten gold, saying, for the upcoming conversation, because I feel like it will be enlightening. Very likely. And you know where to find me. And he disappears in, into the back again, leaving, leaving the, the, the book about the plague in front of you as sort of a assurance, mm -hmm. I guess. And you hear a different chest opening. This one with quite a few locks. There might have been a trap door involved, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's doing that. I will just quickly open it and make sure it, the book in front of me does describe some of the stuff that I... I'm looking for. It looks like the ravings of a madman. Hmm. With lurid drawings in purples and blues. Lurid? <laughs> lurid, yes. That is to be spoken of or descriptive language that is to be very showy. Uh, the page that you have flipped open to is a picture of someone with those pustules on their body. And it, like... That hits you like a freight train, that image, because it is almost photographic. Just quickly close it and probably, since it's a loose papering, just like take that leather strap and wrap it around. Mm -hmm. Just lay it down, catch your breath before uh, Aileen comes back. Mm -hmm. And he returns uh, a moment later carrying a, a well-made leather book. <clears throat> that uh, is, is bound in uh, beautiful, beautiful soft leather with, with this beautiful gold embossing on the front. Um, there's a symbol of a god on it that you don't recognize. And looking Can at I it... make a religion check? I will tell you for free that it is not a Forgotten Realms or a Greyhawk god. Okay. So it is not from any of the pantheons that you yourself have encountered. Mm -hmm. So looking at it, you know that it's a symbol of a god because they have, they have a look to them. You know, there's mm -hmm. a certain, much like there's a certain international flavor to swearing, mm -hmm. there's a certain uh, uh, pantheistic look to, to god symbols. They just have, all have that look to them. Yeah. So you know that that's what this is. You don't know which god, and he places it in front of you. This, the, this is the, the book in question. You may certainly check it if you have, if you have sufficient time. Just kind of feels the shaking in his left hand as it just like kind of like twitching before like <laughs> like it's like trying to get back into the rope. I'm like, oh shit. Um, just as quickly as I can with shaking hands, just flip through, make sure it's mm -hmm. it has some semblance of what I'm looking for. Yeah, looking at it, um, just like the, the quick flick through, mm -hmm. you you can see that there are rituals that are that are described and words like lich and undead pop to you mm -hmm. immediately as you're flipping through. Okay. So, you know, doing, doing, doing like, like a quick flip through in a bookstore type of mm -hmm. thing. Undead, cucumber, kumquat, lich. <laughs> oh, interesting. I Rutabaga. never knew kumquats would be the way to reverse it. Rutabaga, rutabaga. Pituitary <laughs> gland. <laughs> Gotta rip that up. Good to know. <laughs> uh, but yes, this does appear to be at least a book about liches and undead, and there mm. are rituals inside. Without being able to take time to look deeper, you don't really get much more. Okay. Collect these, place the 110 gold, and as I can feel like the spine starting to twitch as well, 
Uh, Aelin, it has been a um, wonderful time, and it will be a um, good time uh, when we chat later on, when I am able to return. Very much so. Well, yeah, safe travels to Wu. You are, you are, you are a, a scholar, Candlekeep? Yes, heading down the river, and it's going to be a really great time. Great time. May you be in a, in a form that is more comfortable to you. <laughs> and have a good day. Good day. And the numbers on the side of the door for the height. <laughs> you walk out and you're like, three foot. <laughs> Get through the door. <sighs> and slide back the now short hair. Um, and, and, and your little, your little uh, wooden stick yeah. thing falls to the Clatter. ground. Clatter. Yep. Clatter, clatter, clatter. So what happened to your fingernails? What? If his hair grew like that. the <laughs> 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 Guinness Book of Records guy. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, your shoes in the form you yeah. take. I'm pretty sure. I'm a monster! <laughs> I want versimilitude in this art. You're oh, locked in You're in the wrong table for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Huh. Look at the sun, realize the time, and then you're like, oh shit. With my tidy legs, I'm just gonna <laughs> start running. <laughs> with my big backpack that now I am carrying two tomes with. The books got bigger. <laughs> you come running up, and like Lester is like strolling behind you, is like towards the gangplank. Oh, is it time? Don't say anything, old man, just move your legs. <laughs> wow. Um, Dewey, what have you been up to? Uh, Dewey, Dewey went back to the ship uh-huh. uh, and changed uh, Rusty back into a fox. Well then, I think that this fellow's going to come back to you for a while. The fox was the form I can kill. <laughs> the because bat. because the it bat. actually has like a physical form there? No, the bat was nice to me. Oh. Well, you know what? That was rusty. It's all rusty. All rusty. It's all rusty. What about sleeping now? <laughs> <laughs> um, was there a lot of time? Did I have. You had about five hours total. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh. Honestly, plenty of time unless you are, well, these three. So. <laughs> so. Spell books. He went scouring the bottom of the harbor. Looking for treasure. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. Somebody probably dropped some coins somewhere. Yeah, are, there might be something down. Are you using water breathing? What are you doing? Uh, cloak of the manta ray. That's. I forgot. Look, <laughs> <laughs> it's been twenty episodes almost. <laughs> Finally, it's it's not been. If I could have chosen a cloak, it wouldn't have been that one. Nope. Um. I, I I I pulled open the cloaks and rolled a d8, and that was what came up. Okay. Um. I'm looking for anything shiny, anything that I can sell for money. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm broke. I. We'll say that Zabakani probably would have slipped you coin before she split off because she did promise that the next town we got to, she would buy you inks if you would just get on the road. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, I think there's lots of talk about, like, it's free and candle keep. I'm like, yeah. There's also, yes. Can't uh, wait that long. 
All right. So how long do you stay down there? I, I haven't read the Cloak of the Manta Ray in a while. Um, inventory. I mean, it is. I don't think it has a duration, right? It okay. is. It's, it like, is, it, it's I think like as long as you're attuned to it. There are two sentences. Wearing this cloak with its hood up, you can breathe underwater, and you have swimming speed of sixty feet. Nice. So I did have to, you know, get mostly naked for this. No, you didn't. You just had to put it on. No, nope, I had to get mostly naked. Okay. For this. <laughs> if that's um, how you want to flavor it, but unless you're doing <laughs> pulling the hood up or down. Well, no. I he mean, only has we, one set of clothes. Yeah, my clothes are still going to get wet, so I went down with shorts on. But that's it. Uh, excuse me, son. That's we don't do said. that here <laughs> on the docks. <laughs> this is a clean city. You're looking for a nudist. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that flies in Baldur's Gate, boy, but we don't do that sort of thing here in Illyrial. Oh goodness. Yeah, and then any of that any of that river fungus too, if there's any of that down there. <laughs> Good for inflammation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking to get some inflammation. <laughs> So this is a good-sized uh, dock that, that you are swimming in and around and under. And, you know, there's a good amount of trade that, that comes through here. So uh, if you're spending... I mean, probably, like, yeah, two hours. Okay. Hours. Well, because, because you wouldn't bought, uh, uh, inks bought and, inks and that, but that would take you, you know, an hour at the outside. So yeah. I would like you to roll me a percentile dice three times, please. Ooh. In Warhammer, canonically, there are octopi in the river, and they will, like, grab things off boats. 67. Just... 82. 67 is the chemical number of holmium on the periodic table. 14. It's a pretty good spread. Stay tuned for other useless facts. <laughs> okay. I don't know if higher is, is better. Uh, on on uh, the magi- uh, on on uh, well, treasure charts usually yeah you're rolling yes. treasure type sludge <laughs> you're a treasure type sludge sorry what none of us are oozes are canonically short sure? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have time. been all right um for the first one roll me two d four please I used to go to these polymorph parties oh yeah. <laughs> You, you don't have polymorph. No. Uh, That's seven. why you had to go to the party. Yeah, you go to the party. Everyone that comes in gets randomly polymorphed into something, and then we all have conjugal relations. Why do the I hippo want... and the chipmunk. <laughs> oh, I've been there. The question is, who's the top? <laughs> well, it kind of depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ooze is never the top. I'll tell you uh, that. Roll a 1d4, please. Wow. All right. <laughs> two. Okay. Um, roll me two D one hundreds, please. <laughs> I like this. Sixty-two. Okay. Nine. Okay. Um, so the first thing that that you find down there is what looks like a a little chest that 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 was packaged up with sealing wax. Um, it is you know small wooden uh, bound bound in metal. It looks like it's. Hmm, pretty uh pretty solid and if you when when you bring it back up and pop it open uh there are two potions inside they are different colors all right blue and purple do i investigate that now uh you don't have you probably to. don't want to you have take time. a sip underwater yeah. <laughs> uh one of them is is red and one of them is kind of a gray kind of a slight gray oh it matches your mm. outfit okay it's green 
We already established that's a yellow. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's essentially if you take the saturation slider down a bit from your jacket. <laughs> uh, Let me check my vibrance. <laughs> So, um, the, 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 so, so, so you stow that somewhere safe, yeah. I imagine, yes. then you dive down again. The second thing that, that you find is a broadsword. It's really difficult to see in like the shifting lights under, under the, under the water. Um, but there is a small sack of, when you, when you pick it up, you can hear kind of a, like a rattling sound inside. Okay. This is, this is why I, this is why I make fully with items that I find and not my mouth. <laughs> I am not James Orbo. <laughs> Yes, that. But it sounds weird underwater. Yeah. So um, opening that up, you, you look inside, and there is an assortment of small art objects. There's like little, uh, there's, 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 there's some jewelry that doesn't look too expensive, but, you know, reasonably priced. Um, there's some little statuettes, things like that. Uh, there are seven items inside of this uh, sack. Okay. So basically, you just got like an arcade prize sack. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to find one of those uh, Chinese trap toys. It's like, ooh, I'm going to have fun for two minutes. I'm trying to get the metal like, ball. I swear to God, there. if it's just like a box full of wooden animal figures that we can't identify, <laughs> we'll try to get back That's not what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Um, and 14. Okay, uh, and roll me uh, 2d6, please. Five. Okay, the last thing that, that, that you find as you are, like, hovering above the bottom of, 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 the, of the river, just kind of enjoy it. Like, you're, you're getting the sense and the feel for this, this manta ray cloak now, and you're actually kind of gliding like a manta ray. Uh, a, a little sparkle of gold catches the corner of your eye. And you said uh, 50? Or five? Five. Five. Um, you pick, you pick it up and there are, uh, 50 gold pieces inside. No, 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 it's this. <laughs> and those are the treasures that, that you find over the course of several hours scavenging the bottom. And a so. bunch of leeches. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, uh, the art items are, are, uh, each of the items are worth, uh, 25 gold pieces. Each of the seven items? Each of the seven items. And the potions you're going to have to figure out. All right. Uh, and then I am going to then dry out as he looks down at his shriveled, wrinkled fingers <laughs> and then <laughs> looks down his shorts and is like, oh, I was in my tool. And then uh, dries out and. Try, try, lay, try laying in the sunshine, kiddo. <laughs> yeah. Jocelyn says, not even looking at, not, not looking up from her sunbathing. <laughs> I didn't. I did not realize how clothed is Jocelyn. Not very. <laughs> yeah, like, I've never taken a bath before, so. <laughs> wow. You know, I want hundred percent believe that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have a tub at my little hole in the wall. Um, oh wait, actually, he took a bath just recently. I think. Yeah, but yeah, right yeah, yeah, so how long was yeah. that bath? Was it before or after the dangerous oil? <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, dude, he's like right over the bath. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so ruckus when we tried to bathe him. <laughs> it's gonna get away my pheromone. One of only two, like twice that I want a strength check against ruckus. 
Whew. Ah. I'm, I'm exhausted. You know, swimming, it's tiring. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I need a hamburger or something. <laughs> well, there's, there's uh, some rations downstairs in the kitchen if you want to cook something up. I have that beetle thing make it. Oh, yeah. Go ask Tidwell if he'll make me something. Yeah, the, the, the beetle thing. Yep. Okay. <laughs> he spits in all his food. <laughs> <laughs> Extra flavor, <laughs> Mr. Dude Medici. None of us are resistant to acid damage. <laughs> That's a bad idea. That's true. Um, Sabachthan, did you have anything else that you wanted to do? Um, because this conversation will take most of the time that you have in uh, Elturome. The only other thing that she would attempt to do if she has time is to find someone who could load a spell into her ring. Mm. Uh, she specifically wants to try to reload sending. Okay. Um, and given that we are in Elturel, she would know that there's probably some peace clerics about who would be able to do that. Um, but if there is just like a general magic shop where that is a service, she'd be more inclined to go there because there's just... Like, again, she can do a pretty good job of just leaning into her elven ancestry mm -hmm. and just only looking a little off. Um, but it's kind of risky going to a cleric around here. Okay, do you want to try and find a cleric or do you want to try to find someone a little more shady? Clerics are easier to find, uh, but there is that risk. How much... What, what would take the shorter amount of time? The shorter amount of time would be finding a cleric. I think she's going to risk that because she's going to spend as long as possible trading information with her contact. Sure. Um, and trying to see, wh see where that goes um, because she knows she may not get another chance to have contact with someone mm -hmm. from those layers yeah. Given the given the connections she has. Exactly. In areas. So, I mean, of course you don't go to any of like the big churches because that no. would be just a little bit too dangerous. Anywhere that looks like it's just gonna have some sort of like essentially like spell scanner when you walk through the door <laughs> that's gonna negate whatever disguise self uh, yeah. anything she's doing. Um What are you having a shady deity? <laughs> I, I will say also that when she leaves the conversation or whatever, um, she does make sure that, like, you know, the hair is up and the victory rolls around the horns and the, the wings are tucked back to look like a cloak. But I think the scratches on her cheek are still visible. Okay. So um, you are able to find a, a smaller, more like a, a shrine, really, than like a full Excellent. church of uh, Eldeth, who is Great. who is a god of peace. And uh, the... The the, the, the the young halfling who is manning the shrine looks very concerned as you walk it up. Ma'am, what, what what happened to your face? Oh, oh, it's really it's really nothing. There was a bit of a misunderstanding with some business I was carrying on. I was just hoping. Um, you see, I've got one of these uh, rings here. Holds some spells in it. Normally, I use it to help uh, keep in contact with the rest of my party. But unfortunately, haven't had a chance to reload things. Do you happen to know anyone who might have the have the sending spell and be able to to load this up for me in exchange for a bit of an offering? Or something about nature. Oh, well, uh, yes, actually, let, 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 let me go and get the lady. And she darts back into a... So the, this is more like a 
a co-op of of of, sure. of lesser gods. <laughs> where yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's the uh, the shrine where all of the gods that don't have enough worshippers to have their own church just sort of exactly like, go in on the rent share. Exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> and and a, a oh, the Unitarians. Yes, <laughs> essentially, yeah. Uh, and a a slender human woman follows her out and is like, oh. Are, is, are you all? Kind of... uh, it's uh, cosmetic. Oh yes, of course. Um, my my young friend here says that you need a spe- ascending spell uh, placed into your ring. Uh, I was hoping, if it's not too much trouble or anything, wouldn't want to put anybody out. Oh, no trouble at all. That if if you're willing to make an offering of say twenty five gold to to uh, the shrine, we were more than happy to help you out. Certainly. And she pull out some gold, mm-hmm. hand it off, and she she'll reach out and for for the ring. Um, I think Sabachthani starts to hold her hand out and then thinks better of it and pulls the ring off and offers it to her. All right, so she she takes the the the, <laughs> the ring, <laughs> places it in, in her hand, and then uh, holds her her holy symbol. It's not the same holy symbol as the the young halfling who went looking for her. Okay, you get the impression that this is the the more the more powerful of the clerics who belongs to this sure. co-op. Does do they both seem to be clerics of Eldith? No, she's a, she, she's a cleric of, of of a different deity, but Eldith seems to get on with her, so... Got it. Okay. Are you interested in Cuthbert the Cudgel? Well, I, I was going to say, can I roll to see if I recognize, or would I recognize? Sure. I, I don't... Sabachthani doesn't have a lot of religion, but she does have some. Man, it must suck to be like a non... non-whatever the god of the theocracy is. <laughs> Around here? Yeah. If you if you fa- if you fumble, it's a, you're like she's a priest of Ayaz. What'd you get? Uh, I got a rolled a seventeen, so I think that's a nineteen total. Yeah, nineteen total. Okay, my turn. Sorry, literally could not resist finding. Okay, um, this th- 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 this this is a, a cleric of of Ceylon. Okay, great. Yeah, and I mean. Even with a, with a lower one, you would you would have caught that because of the moon symbol. Moon yeah, is pretty ubiquitous. Yeah, it, it at least narrows the playing field, and then given the alignment of the city, mm-hmm. uh, great. Okay, just clocking that, taking note. Yeah. Um, sl- silently going, oh, thank goodness, because when she's uh, disguising her tiefling side, she definitely reads as, as a moon, elf. moon elven heritage at the very least. Yeah. Like, Great. <laughs> Roll with this. Exactly. So the woman hold, holds her hand out, hold, uh, reaches out and holds her holy symbol and murmurs murmurs a couple of words before placing a hand over the, uh, the, the, the ring. And you see a flash of light blue light mm-hmm. between, between her hands. And then she passes it back to you. There you are, ma'am. You are too kind. I hope uh, you have a blessed day. To you as well. May 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 Celine's light guide you. I'm sure it will. <laughs> get out of there as quickly as possible. Run! <laughs> well, get out of there as quickly as possible. <laughs> and then uh, probably given that she waited until the last possible minute to do that errand, uh, probably arrives uh, to the boat like, <laughs> Just in time for taking off. Dewey just running, trotting up the gangplank <laughs> as you get there. Uh, Dewey's been at the boat. So. Uh, sorry, uh, we got. Yeah. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> Vortex warp. <laughs> 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 okay, we're gonna. It's a 
I'm coming. I'm coming. No, no. And Jocelyn is still just just laying in, in on, on on the deck chair, wearing as little as she can decently get away with in the warm sunlight. Yeah, I was just say Sabathia rolls up like five minutes after Wuya and, and Lester get on the boat and just looks at everyone like, "Why is everyone so tired? What have you been up to?" Oh. He ran. Interesting. These legs are short. <laughs> Where were you running from? Baldur's Gate? <laughs> it felt like it. There's a lot of a lot of streets here, and you yeah, can feel the city. gaze. They were just looking at you, and you're like, Yeah, because this you're town not is. Of us. You're right, because this town is kind of awful. It's a different kind of awful than Baldur's Gate, but Ugh. they're also always watching you there, but for different reasons. I far prefer this place to Baldur's Gate. Yeah, you have more information. <sighs> Jocelyn is, is just looking between all of you, highly amused, and stands up, stretches luxuriously. Well, I, I reckon we should get a move on then. That would be lovely. How how long how how long was it to the out of character? How long was it to the magic item shop? Uh, like, if I were to go at a full sprint. If you were to go at a like. If you want one down on the docks where you're not going to get as much for it, uh, like two minutes. No, no, I'm looking to get get one more scenic. <laughs> so okay. I can actually transcribe a spell as soon as we leave. Didn't you already get that? I want to transcribe a second level spell. Now that I have 50 more gold. <laughs> uh. <laughs> got it. And Jocelyn's like, you've got 10 minutes, kid. Make, can we, a nine. <laughs> you can make it there and back in 10 minutes. Okay. That's time. And so, so Dewey takes off his manta ray cloak floating in the background with shorts on. He's and so he is hauling ass. Is he ass. wet? <laughs> You've got a leech on your back, guy. And he's hauling ass through town. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, dear. Don't look at me. The kid spent most of, spent most of the time in the river. I'd rather look at you. I spent enough time staring at them. Fair point. And she, and, she, and she gives you a wink. We could leave him here. No, we cannot leave him here. Why not? Because uh, a theocracy is one of two places that I wouldn't leave a, a young boy. They get, they get weird when they spend too much time around gods. No, he's already weird. Weirder. I don't want to deal with the kind of weird he becomes if we leave him here. If we're going to abandon him somewhere, we should have gone with the Shadowfell so he could look for his parents. <laughs> I tried. <clears throat> I need to make. I can't fit to go. Here, see, right away. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. And they just look at you like. Thunk. <laughs> Thanks. I'll be back maybe next time. Who knows? And, 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 and i Can we at least start to pull up the gangplank while he's coming? <laughs> <laughs> that I can do. All right. <laughs> Zabakley, do me a favor. Help, help me keep an eye out for the kid. Of course. I'm always down for a prank. I mean, might as well. Will you got any flavor for this one? Hmm. <laughs> I can maybe knock him unconscious while he jumps. <laughs> it would be a real shame of a sleep stone. <laughs> I don't want to hurt him. I just want... Les is like pulling out his deck of illusions. And like, <laughs> Oh, uh, there seems to be a small tornado headed our way. I think that's him. <laughs> and she'll start, like, lifting the gangplank. Not, not so much that you can't get on, okay. but enough that you have to kind of jump for it. All right. I want the athletics check. 
<laughs> the cloak of the manta ray is just, I want to go in the water. Just reach out very casually, hook the edge of the cloak as he makes the last jump so that he does not make the graceful land. <laughs> Still on the boat, but. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make an acrobatics Trip check on this. Do it. Oh, <laughs> 10. Yeah, you like face plant onto the deck of the ship. The ink is okay. The paper goes fluttering a bit. I and see that... the leech on the back of his thigh and I just go. <laughs> it is full and fat and full of blood. Could this day get better? <laughs> I'm going to take one of my tubes and keep you are not keeping something with my blood. <laughs> All right, whatever. I trust you. Okay. That was your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, don't kill me. No. This way I can at least track you. Oh, cool. If you get lost. So, all the time. <laughs> what about torture? We don't talk about that. Everyone hold on to something, and Jocelyn goes <laughs> goes down uh, below decks. Remembering last time, make sure he's down below deck and has his back against the wall, so it's just... Liz is already in the seat with the drink. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the boat goes tearing off. Uh, it, it, it doesn't cause much in the way of actual destruction on the way, but there's a lot of angry shouting and a lot of languages <laughs> as there's just this wake left after Jocelyn's boat. Oh, I wonder if that would have brought... That might have, like, kicked up some more treasure. Well, you'll have to look for it next time, should you? Were you scavenging on the bottom of the river? Yeah. And it was very lucrative. You know, you get along very well with uh, Craig's third boy. He's very into hunting for treasure. Excellent lava diver. He's a remora. <laughs> no, no, no. Craig's third oh, son. Oh, not You're thinking Greg. of the neighbors. Oh, my. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Dewey, when, when you, like, stop long enough to catch your breath and actually, like, look at the things that you bought... Um... <laughs> oh, no. Wait a minute, this isn't ink! <laughs> uh, looking at it, you actually realize that, that you got more than, than, than you thought that you had paid for. You okay. get the impression that the person who ran the magic shop felt a little bad for you. <laughs> so there, there is uh, 150 GP worth. Whoa. There for you. Whoa. Just this is cape. He's still slightly damp. He's in his shorts. He's got his long shirt on. He looked like he just like... He leaves. Barefoot with one leech on his leg. <laughs> exactly. He leaves the store and the, the wife looks at him and he says... Martha, he needs it more than we do. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, and it's like, don't, don't, don't worry. We can, we can uh, raise the the, the prices on the Hell Riders a little bit. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, well, I wish I could cast fourth level spells. And well, if you survive long enough, you'll probably get there. Yeah, if I can cast fourth level spells, I could lance right through your brain. Is that a promise or a threat? Yes. If I can cast full level spells, I can Eldritch Blast. <laughs> and that's why I love you, Angel. <laughs> Fifth level Eldritch Blast. Woo! Pew, 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 Justin, how much longer are we going to be on this boat again? <laughs> that was actually Not the... that I have a problem with your boat. It's the being trapped on it with uh, everyone. Oh, I... About. I'm, I'm not all offended, my dear. It'll be another... Mm, three days? Four, four, four if the locks are against us. Excellent. That should be plenty of time for some beauty sleep. 
Uh, what happened to... And she actually, like, reaches up and, and runs her her fingertips lightly along your jaw. And when she does, you guys can see that it perfectly matches up as though hmm. the scars match up with fingertips. Oh, uh, just a little bit of a misunderstanding, that's all. Do you want... Do you want a poultice on that? Oh, I'm sure it'll be all <clears throat> It'll right. be like a cooling sensation. It'd be really nice. You know, they usually clear up sooner or later. It's Thank not acne. You. That's gonna scar. Never has before. Never does. Are you sure I can put some mint into it? I think you should save the mint for the juleps. It's a much better use. I once fell off a building in Candlekeep, and then I just slept it right off as if, like, nothing happened. Is that what you get your pensions for throwing yourself out a window? <laughs> you, you were unconscious. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, after I slept for a while, I was like, oh. All good. No yes. more broken arm. Yes, after several avowed to hear Dewey does not remember, because he was unconscious, the, like, panic of all of the clerics and candlekeeping. Like, oh, no! Oh, God, yep. somebody kill a child! <laughs> just full-on, like, shock moment. It just, like, looks at his compound <laughs> fracture, and he's like, huh. <laughs> well, that shouldn't be like that. <laughs> cool. I've actually, I'm invincible. I've actually, I've actually had moments like that with medical staff. Where I was like, huh. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, that's not normal. <laughs> Boy, that's gonna hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but you are uh, continuing along the river on, on Jocelyn's lovely uh, river cruiser. And well, again, once once you settle in, once you settle in, it's less it's less of like the motorboat effect and more of just like... A, a, more like a bullet train. Yeah. It's, it's actually very comfortable. Do we get a long rest? Of course you get a long rest. You're on you're on the river for like four fucking days. Woo! Uh, them spells back. The, the 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 locks are against you, and the, these are locks that, that are much like on on like the Suez Canal or other places where it's you know. And we're sideways. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> no. Jocelyn is a much better pilot than that. Thank you. And the wind wasn't against her. Uh, but yeah, we the the locks are very much against you. So there's a lot of like. It's not particularly, well, it's interesting in, in the mechanical sense because it's like, ooh, what we have done without much in the way of magic. This is almost pure mechanism. Now, the ooze's safe word is actually a small amount of acid. Mm. When you feel the slight burn, that's when you know you've gone too far. Mm. We have maybe, I got a question for you <laughs> that's unrelated to that. Good, because I would not be able to give it with the full mental knowledge that, and personal knowledge, that Mr. Moreover has. <laughs> no, no I, okay. Mm -hmm. can, can, can I talk to you? Sure. <laughs> Sorry, okay. you're right about me. Okay, I'm done. Right. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we go somewhere away from Les <laughs> <Les> Moreover. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, ah, so I was able to raise some money when I was in, um, when we were in whatever, Altrial, that place. Altrial, where we were yesterday. Yes, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I bought some eggs. Mm. And I was hoping to actually learn an offensive spell. But oh. I'm also they grow up so fast. thinking about taking utility spells. Mm. Because one of them, so one of them I, in that book, I was flipping through it and I was reading it. Um, it's locate object. Mm -hmm. And w when you think about, like, you know, you, you were talking about 
keeping someone alive while they're an object. Also, maybe there's some, some element of knowing where you are so that you know, hey, when I'm in the restricted section, now it's time to, you know, move out. So I'm wondering if maybe I could take that and then put some of that into the spell. Mm-hmm. But then that I can't really fight somebody with locate object. Anyway, this is what's going through my mind. And I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Maybe this, maybe that. I mean, um, maybe if you locate their belt buckle, you can undo it and pants them, and then you can fight them. I'm not Mr. Moreover. <laughs> I mean, one, Mr. Moreover wouldn't do that because that would require physical labor. Touching someone. <laughs> I only touch consensual. I wonder if there's an invocation that gives you mage hand, because that might be something that he might, you know. Because then he doesn't actually... Actually, it would be better just to get Unseen Servant, right? Because then somebody else could just do it for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, what what higher level like offensive spells do you have? Let's see. I have... So, so I have none. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have Agonizer Scorcher, if you were interested. Yeah, I saw in that. It's a pretty fun... Just... Yeah, it's like a line of deadly fire. Mm-hmm. That's how a teenager would be like, look what I can do. <laughs> if, um, if you set my boat on fire. <laughs> and then also in that book is Invisibility. Oh, yeah. But I have that because I was born in the Shadowfell. So it's like, I don't know, maybe. I mean, I feel like this is a situation we kind of have to wait till Candlekeep because, I mean, honestly, I didn't really learn too much offensive spells because I wasn't trying to kill my patients. Oh, so you were a doctor? I <laughs> am a doctor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The uncertainty in that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm trying to think. Did you see how quickly I removed that leech off of you? <laughs> yeah. Do you, you? Did you get trained in that? <laughs> You know, when the young kids also played in the river, in the section that we particularly said, there are leeches there, they came in with leeches, and you have to take them off. In a way that teaches them a lesson, right? Well, yeah, I kind of did it like I did with you, just a little fast. Just like. Yeah, exactly. But not so fast where they're just like, Psh! because as little kids, you know, they freak out. One of them, I was a little bit worried about Elric. He um, he was very fascinated with the fact that he was bleeding a lot. Was he really pale? <laughs> you know what, Mr. Orover? He kind of was. Uh-huh. Met that boy. Talks to that sword way too much. <laughs> anyway, um, so, I, I mean, I was thinking... Maybe maybe I will take a look at an object because I think that that's important for the spell. I think so, and also it'd be pretty helpful once we actually get into the restricted section. If you're like, I am looking for this book that they did not want to give me. Oh, oh yeah, perfect. I'll do it. There's utility beyond just using it as a component for another spell. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hmm. really think about that. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. What if I could be like, I want to find out where there's a gold bar. 
I believe you have to say read the wording of the spell. I I can tell you where most of the gold bars are in most towns. (laughs) Okay, anyway, yeah, okay. Cool. Cool. That's it. Are any of you coming up for cocktail hour? Because Jocelyn and I are going to finish off these mimosas if y'all don't get your asses up here. Don't worry, there's mint juleps as well. Mimosas are... I'm drinking juice. <laughs> what are we even doing here? Well, I'm gonna see. If, I'm gonna see if Tidwell can make zemas. I'll be right back. <laughs> if Tidwell can what? Make zemas. <laughs> Not my mom, but zema. And that's when we threw Dewey off the boat. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's, retro, it's a, retro a white claw. <laughs> you know, it white is. claws are really good. It's the OG white claw. <laughs> White Claw, isn't that that uh, werewolf clan that you keep trying to invite to dinner that keeps saying no? Someday, my love, someday. The Arctic werewolves. (laughs) The White Claw clan. They're somehow both chilly and warm. You have to be up in the Arctic. All right, so... (laughs) Without further incident... Shockingly. Yes. On the last day, I want to capsize the boat. Kidding. <laughs> and that's when we find out that Jocelyn is a level 20 fighter. <laughs> no, no, not a, not a level 20 fighter. Artificer, obviously. Look at her boat. I asked her if she was an artificer. She said her mom was, not her. <laughs> I use Vortex Warp to send Jocelyn off the boat and commandeer the boat for myself. Sure. Me. It's our salvage. <laughs> But you do reach the 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 final port. Uh, there is a short journey, a short uh, overland journey from here to Candlekeep. It takes you the you you, you arrive at the uh, at the dock in the morning, and it, it's getting toward early evening by the time that you arrive back at Candlekeep. I miss sedan chairs. Those should make a comeback around here. I feel like they tend to frown on the implication of colonialism and slavery that those imply. Well, you know, the new ways aren't always better. Mm, most of them are. As you are approaching the gates of, of Candlekeep, uh, a couple things strike you right away. First of all, it's darker here than it feels like it should be. It's it's uh, just a week after midsummer, thereabouts. Um, the sun hasn't really hadn't really set while you were traveling, but here, it's it's getting dim. It's getting real dim. And there is no one at the gate. Are we back in the shadow, Phil? I uh, hope not. And just when Wuya was starting to feel like, ah, back home. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, wait, where are the where are the 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 robed guys? I don't know. Let's go check the restricted area. Okay. Hello. So you get up, you, you get up to, to to the actual gate itself, and uh, you can feel like this pressure pushing back against you um, until you hold up your your amulet, and it lets you pass through the the gate. It's dark in here, like unnaturally dark. Like, yes. Like like magical darkness, dark. Yes. Okay. Like like. Black? Not black. It's okay. more of a. It, it's dark, but more of a twilight dark. So you can see the outlines of of, of the buildings. Um, 
and if you peer really hard, you can see little cracks of light through through the, through the windows. But like, it's six o'clock at night, maybe. The sun hasn't set anywhere else, as far as you are aware. But it's 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 twilight here. So I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna make some lights. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna actually pop on some dancing lights, like a hundred and twenty feet across. Um, one on one side, one on the other, mm-hmm. over by the the uh, tavern. It's actually very similar to when you pop them in the Shadowfell. In that there is light that is around them, but it's very muted, as if the twilight is pushing back against it. Oh, this can't <clears throat> be good. Oh, I don't I... like this. Wow, 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 wow. Let's see. It looks like there's some light in the end. Let's see what's going on over there. Where did you put the... the uh... One of them right by the light, and then the other by the where the, we did the sleep storm fight. Okay. Um, when, when you place them, the light over by the inn... Uh, the door opens just a little bit in the House of Rest, and, like, there's a head that peeks out. What on earth are you doing out? Get in! Get in. Yeah. Run over there. I mean, stride. Rusty, check the hidey hole. <laughs> and Rusty's going to run off towards our... Towards your, your hidey hole? Yep. Okay. Um, Tid will. Check my luggage. <clears throat> he, he gets out of your 100-foot radius, and you, and you can't sense him anymore. I will send Iris just be like to the roof, and then have her just like sit on top of the roof, mm-hmm. looking at the courtyard. All right, and as she settles and looking over over the courtyard, she she tells you, "It's weird. This is this is Candlekeep. This is Candlekeep proper. This isn't the Shadowfell, but this tastes like magic." Well, yeah, it tastes like your magic, actually. And that's where we're going to go to break. What did you do? We have a giveaway. We do. We do, because we triggered the Book of Inspiration uh, on Saturday from all of you wonderful people giving us uh, bits and bits and bits and bits. We appreciate it very much. It's part of what kept the Great Danes alive. We appreciate you. So we're going to do, oh, my goodness. Oh, Randomly selected pack. <laughs> uh, what are we giving away? Oh, make sure not the one with the point or broken. The broken D4. point. No, it looks yeah. good. That might be the good one. Yeah, I think we opened up the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> are we do- giving away a, a set of Birds of Paradise? What are yes. we giving away? We'll do, let's do. Let's do that. A set of James birds. is going to sign the D twelve. <laughs> the one that no one ever uses. Exactly. <laughs> hey, barbarians would like <laughs> to have a word with you. Yeah, uh, one out of like 13 classes. I was going to say, Elspeth used me, a lot. Which bolt? <laughs> yeah, excuse me, told the I can roll 2d12. Fair point, fair point. So we're going to be giving away a set of Birds of Paradise. Put hashtag chaos in the chat. Assuming that Thomas is ready. You ready? Maybe. Excellent. Thank you, Maybe sir. Maybe they'll be Arizona Sunrise. Ooh. Those we are real know. pretty. So, and we will be back in just a few moments to find out what in the heck is going on in Candlekeep. So stay tuned. It tastes like me. I'm going to go eat the Doritos. As a DM, you spend hours preparing your adventures while your players bring them to life. It's time to reward your great players with great inspiration. 
The deck of Inspiration takes the 5e Inspiration rules mechanic and adds dramatic, game-changing boons to your campaign. Turn a regular hit into a critical. Bow rush through your enemies without provoking attacks. Use your reaction to smack a wizard's hands and interrupt their spell. These and many more are part of the deck of Inspiration. Each deck contains 55 cards designed for four different level ranges. 1 through 4, 5 through 9, 10 through 15, and the epic level deck 16 to 20. Back this Kickstarter today to bring some inspiration to your game. Hi everyone and welcome back! I managed to catch Ezra by surprise with that one. The look on his face, I wish I wish the camera had been on him. It was great. Uh, <laughs> congratulations to uh, You Will Never Know who has won the giveaway. <laughs> who won? You Will Never Know. What? I know. But I want to know. Well, you will never know. Well, that's mean. Well, you know, we, we got to keep some secrets behind the GM screen. Wow. <laughs> Stab you. So who are you mailing the giveaway to? <laughs> you will never know. What the? <laughs> I don't get to play straight man often. <laughs> oh, I That's usually my role in the comedy central that is the I was going show. to make a joke about your wife, yeah. and then I couldn't <laughs> get there in time. I made that joke today. Just because I like show tunes. Y you know? I meant your, like, fictional wife, but okay. <laughs> Straight anyway. men can like musical theater. It's true. Thank you, Kermit. <laughs> yes. Mm. If you had 850 for the third time, Thomas got up. Although Kermit is not quite, he's yeah, more no, back I here. feel like this is Marvin the Martian. Oh, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My uranium P-38 space modulator. Or, mm. uh, or the, uh, the, like, unknown Kermit nephew, not Robin, but the other one who plays Peter Cratchit oh, right. in yeah. Oh, yes, Muppet, the blue one. No. He was supposed not to be a boom. No. He's just a He's slightly larger than Robin, but he's smaller than Kermit. He shows up a few no times. No boom today. Boom tomorrow. <laughs> you don't have to wait for me to start playing. We weren't waiting. They were just <laughs> still waiting for you to start. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's the kind of night it's, it's, it's been so far. So, welcome back to Swords and Sages. When we left off, uh, our, our intrepid adventurers had finally... Finally, arrived back at Candlekeep, only to find it enshrouded in a strange twilight darkness, enshrouding the, the main court of the air, and one would assume the rest of the area as well. And they have just been beckoned into uh, the, the, the House of Rest as Iris lights top the, the ridgepole and says to, to Wuya, it tastes like your magic. That... That can't be right. The last adventure was about me. If it's about me again, it's just not right. You'll never know. Well, it tastes like yours. And Dewey's. I don't want to know that. <laughs> is it at least separate? Or is it mixed together? It's kind of mixed together. I'm sorry, man. Um, across the streams. Uh, well, well, yeah, I, I understand that you're talking to Iris, and so I can only hear half this conversation, but I'm very concerned about the way I, half I can hear is going. <laughs> and also that expression on your face. So you're here. And offer the hip flask. Get inside, you fools! As the door opens a little bit wider. Uh oh, right. Thank you. Apparently... What do you think, we're gonna run? <laughs> 
Apparently, it tastes like me and Dewey. Oh, God. Why? Wow, why, would, like, why would Iris even know that? It's like pouring Mountain Dew and absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> I would say my preferred drink is rose water, but sure. Rose water? <laughs> rose water and absinthe would actually make a lovely cocktail, except that I think Dewey's the Mountain, Mountain Dew, Dew, and that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Rosewater's not even alcoholic. As, as soon as the four of you step, step inside the house of rest, the door slams behind you. Have you fermented it long enough? <laughs> Would you like to put a table in front of that? The last place we were in did that, and it was completely ineffective, but it made people feel better. Table, mm. Tables aren't going to work. Do you have a handle on the trees? We've had a long couple of weeks. What is going on? Any weird creatures? No. Oh. <laughs> it's full moon tonight. Uh, just gonna. No, it's not. It's only been a week since the last full moon tonight. <laughs> Weirdly, it's a full moon every night. Which you is know, getting concerned. <laughs> right. Um, you all have been gone for some time. Uh, yes, you don't know about <clears throat> no. having weird storms happening here. Do they put people to sleep. Yes. <laughs> How is Gordo? Poor man. Oh, no. You can't stay upright for more than, like, two seconds at a oh, time. Oh, well, sometimes that's not a bad thing. I promise, they have been with us the entire... Well, the entire time that I've been with the party, they've been with the party. There was three days or so in there that I'm not sure about. You'll Wait. never know. <clears throat> I hate you. <laughs> if you... We can't, we, we can't stay above ground for very, for very long. There's, there's some places... The, the great readers are working on it. Apparently, people started talking about what they called it sleep storms, something like that. Um, and people started believing that they were a thing. Well, that's Gordo. They are a thing. And then they became a thing. Well, but they are a thing. Yeah, that's the problem. So this is Dewey's fault. Booyah! In the Shadowfell, weren't you trying to explain to Dewey and the rest of us that if you think too hard about something, it becomes real? <clears throat> yeah. Those I mean, Dewey's sex life. We don't ask. I mean, if you're thinking about it right now, obviously I'm, we're proving a counterpoint. I was about to say. Just. Alright, so people started believing that the sleep storms were real, and now they are real. And now they, they hit, not, not regularly by any stretch of the imagination. They come every 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, or That so. sounds pretty regular to me! Regular-ish. It's 15 or 20. Sometimes it's a full hour between them. And That's a lot of sleep storms they, in a day. Yes, it is. That's why the great readers are working on it. And they impact you even if you're indoors. Yes, you have to be underneath the surface of... of you have to be under the earth in order to not be affected by it. But so we should have just stayed in the Shadowfell. We I'm, should have just stayed in Illyrio. I'm still kind of confused, so... I mean, okay, yeah, everyone takes a nap. What? It's... It's, it's different. Are there monsters that come with it? No, thankfully. Wait. No, but it's not just a, 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 a magical sleep like you wake back up in a minute. It's not like the spell sleep. You wake up different. Oh. What kind of different are we talking about? One of the people who got caught out in it, uh, the, the, no. We think that that all of the potential of that belief. What? Let's go downstairs. Sure. Okay. Fine. Down to the cellar. Come on. 
I'm just going to get a drink real quick. Have Tidwell bring it. The, the, the person grabs a, grabs, a, grabs a bottle of um, the, the bourbon is, is the base for juleps, right? Yes. Just grabs it without looking, sticks it, st- sticks it in your chest, walk. <laughs> Do we? We've created a phenomenon. Phenomenon. I'll say this as gently as possible. I do have the capacity to kill all of you. Don't make me use it. I don't know. Get downstairs. You might fall asleep. Exactly. Do you really want to test that theory? I was legally dead for six minutes one time. (laughs) Just because you were in an asphyxiation class does not mean you were dead. Well, I mean, she did it, though. And what code of justice was this legally dead? Like, was it Hammurabi? Sabathani will follow downstairs. <laughs> and as she does, she get nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I should you just can't. Oh, no. <laughs> I should mention that, that the person that, that you're talking to is not the usual innkeeper. It, this is a, a young, uh, to, this is a, a tabaxi woman. Oh, shit. I left my candle keep notes at home. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, mm. Yeah, they're around. All right. Somewhere. So, uh, like, as we hit the bottom side, all right. So they go to sleep and they wake up different. What kind of different are we talking about? Are we talking about additional body parts? Are we talking about knowing new languages? Like, which level of different is the problem? Well, the very first one, as far as we can tell, uh, they, uh, we think, they think, I'm, I don't mess with this kind of magic. This isn't my magic. But they think that all of the, the weight of that potential belief slammed into, one, into the first person who experienced it the hardest. Um, they went to sleep a human and they woke up a halfling. I'm sorry, what? Is Gordo a halfling? No, Gordo was not the first one. Lucky bastard. Sort of a were-halfling. No, more like a... Yeah, you should do that. You should do that one. Were they bit by a human? All right. And then what happened to the next few? Well, all of them woke up somehow physically different, and all of them, their minds got a little... I don't know. I don't know. Are they the same person? Yes and no. Does it affect people in Club Scepter? In what? Don't worry about it. Is this... Uh, sorry, I I, you sound very familiar, but I, I don't know that we have met. Have we met? We, we, we haven't met. Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Cthulhu. Cthulhu, wonderful. Moreover, moreover, <laughs> de medite. Yeah, yeah. No last name, full name, full William. We've 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 been we've been sheltering down uh, in the in the Firefly cellar underneath the uh, underneath the house of rest for the last couple of days. It's a it's a safe enough place. I got sent up to grab supplies, and she holds up a bag. Catula. Catula. So it's K apostrophe T U L A H. Catula. Wait a minute. And. Cthulhu. <laughs> I did not make up this this NPC's name. I, we can tell because you had it too quickly before James asked. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, and where are the the great readers and all of them hold up? Are they also down here? Are they somewhere else? They're not. They're not. They're not down here. Uh, they're in one of their workshops. I don't know whose, but someone's workshop. They're they're down under the earth because that's the place that a sweet sleep storm can't hit you. 
It goes into all of the buildings, even if the windows are closed. There's no way to make it airtight enough. And how are these people, the ones that are affected? I, uh, can we talk to one of them? No, because that means going outside. And oh, so they're out there still. No, they're 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 all being held in a safe place to do so that the great readers can study them and try to figure out what the fuck is going on. Do, does it go away in the daytime or is it continually it's just gloomy? Always dark here. Hmm. Because I'm just curious if what is happening is if they're if they're becoming a different thing, but they still are their person, but they're also not that person. What if? This isn't a sleep storm per se, but it is combining of two people into one. Oh, I don't know about that. That would be. That would be. But it also, it sounds kind of interesting. I mean, like it does it changes. Get down below. We're and she lifts up a a, a, cellar, a cellar door. Oh. Wow, this is a really big inn. We've been walking. For a while. <laughs> yeah, I, said, I thought I said that. We, I started this conversation. Yeah. At the bottom We've been of the walking stairs. in place for quite some time. <laughs> is this another effect of the storm? <laughs> How many? Okay. All uh, mm. the basements and the cellars and underground places of Candlekeep interconnected. Do you have some sort of like secret passageways or something so if, that they can travel around? If there are, I don't know about them. I'm I'm new here. I just got here a few days ago. Of course and, you did. And when did this start happening? Uh, Like the day after I got here. So two days. So How many? No, I've been here for six days. So, so well after we left. Mm. Not our fault. Sure. How many of these changed people are there? Inside check. Mm-hmm. Does she not know? Like, did it literally just... Does she not know what the fuck is going on? Okay, go ahead and do an inside check. <laughs> does Cthulhu she not Because <laughs> she's like, I showed up, and then it started happening. Boy, Mondays, am I right, Garfield? <laughs> like, what? All right, but then it started happening. Uh, no, nope, that's probably... Not. Not. Oh, that's 12. Okay. Are you doing an insight check as well, Sabakani? Sure. Well, a- anyone who would like to can make an insight check. Dewey's kind of convinced. He <laughs> yeah. No, I would, I, I would almost, be happily make I'm an I'm not interested check. enough to know. No, I think Dewey thinks that she did it. Uh, a natural 20. Okay. Uh, um, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. I mean, if we're also doing passive insight, <laughs> like passive perception, it would be a 15. Oh, Dewey, sure. Natural one. <laughs> I know she's dead. All we got to do is kill her, and it's all over. <laughs> I mean, and, her name's and, Cthulhu. And because I used to have the message spell, he looks to Wu Yang and goes, She's responsible. Out loud? Out loud. Yes. <laughs> I am not. What? Oh, uh, I mean, she seems, such. <laughs> she seems very responsible. She's trying to get That's to worse. <laughs> oh, I, 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 just, I, got the, I, just, I just got this feeling that Did you I get me. anything while they're babbling? <laughs> wow. <laughs> while I watch their, their While you watch their, their anatomies? Watch it. So looking at uh, uh, Cthulhu, she's terrified. Cool. And is it on them? <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be reasonable to be terrified of them. I'm just an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, well, it would be reasonable to be terrified of them. No, so you, first of all, uh, she's telling the truth. It, it started happening after, uh, after she arrived. Yeah. Um, she doesn't know what's caused it. And you get the impression that some of her, like, Erraticness. It gets a little bit worse as she's going further underground. You get the mm. impression that she's like, Faxy. she's a cat. Yeah, she don't like being. She does not stuck. like. Yeah, got it. Okay. okay. So, um, 
You don't think she's. You don't think she had anything to do with this. Okay. Because looking at her now, with a with, with a little bit less of the rush, and now in the light of as as she opens up the 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 trap door into the cellar, this warm like yellow orange light comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks like someone who belongs in the forest. Yeah. She is dressed very much like a, a druid. Now, does this is time passing normally here? So. Uh, the moon's going to rise, for instance. It's going to be, even though it's going to be dark outside, normal time is still passing. It's not perpetual twilight. Well, I mean, it's perpetual twilight as far as the light goes. Right. But uh, as far as I can tell, it is maybe a bowl that's around Candlekeep itself. Um, time still passes. <clears throat> time still passes pretty normally as far as I can tell without being able to see the, the, the moon and stars. But... Uh, you know, it seems to be passing fairly normally. How long do you think it would take us to run from this in, run, oh, from <laughs> this in to the keep proper? That's my question. Do you, can you see sleep storms or do they just happen? They, just, they just, they just happen. Any, has there been any indications as to when they can come, how, because if the people that are affected aren't, Oh, yeah. Downstairs, how do the... So, they said it's every 15, 20 minutes. We just send Iris up, and as soon as she falls asleep, we wait for it to pass. Well, we she doesn't fall asleep. She's undead. Works on Rusty. Does it not a... work on Iris? No. Damn. Speaking of that, I reach out to Rusty <clears> to see <throat> he's within range. Uh, he's he's running, like, pell-mell back, back toward, toward the inn as fast as he can. All right. And I'll, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get your butt back down here. I'm gonna open the door. I'm gonna run out and open the door for Rusty. Rusty, Rusty comes in like every every hair on his body is standing on end as he winds around your feet a couple times and leaps straight up onto your shoulders. Okay, close the door. Make sure it's all locked. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we just wait for Dewey to fall asleep. <laughs> then we can time it off ahead. I like this plan. Actually, I rather like Dewey's idea of seeing what happens if we go to Club Scepter. Yes, we just have to get there without falling asleep on the way. Well, that's uh, that's why I'm asking how long you think it would take to... Well, that's the thing. There's no visual. There's no hearing. Just people just pass the fuck out. Yes, and it only seems to affect a couple of people at a time, but uh, that's a coin flip I'm not willing to make. Okay, and uh, so now that we're down here, is it only Cthulhu? Cthulhu? Cthulhu. Uh, no, as, as if you if you are descending the the, yeah. the 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 they're fairly sharp stairs. Oh, you could almost call them a ladder, except they're not quite that steep. <clears throat> no, as as um, as you're coming down, you start to see other people. So, for for example, there is a, an elven woman who is balanced kind of precariously at the top of of a ladder that kind of kind of like a, a, a Bell's Library ladder, mm. balanced kind of precariously at the top of that, holding a lantern with moving lights inside and as you guys look around you see that the place is lit by lanterns filled with these little moving lights interesting it's it's a it's a firefly cellar mm. lit by lit by fireflies and this always been here what is it used for normally when it's not being a shelter <laughs> uh, uh apparently this is a uh this used to be like a great place of, of of coming to rest and learn. If you look around, you can see, and you do look, look around, and it is 
it's large in here. There's a large, like, central room that looks a, very much like the idea of a beast's castle. Do they just run out of places to put books in the keep proper and they start stuffing them in corners? I mean, it's candle keep. All sorts of weird things go kind of everywhere, but this apparently, really? uh, 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 according to uh, Varnier up there, uh, she says that this used to be a, a really, a, a place that people would go to learn and study and she says, she says she likes it here. So how are you communicating with the other enclaves? Oh, uh, she has sending. Perfect. Also, that saves me some trouble. To go back to a previous inquiry, how are the readers going to where the people are held if they don't know when and how sleep storms start? Um, I don't know. They're, they're the great readers. They're a little bit beyond my ken. Well, do they come here or they're just like, well, y'all gotta stay down here till we figure this shit out? Well, we call them once a day. It's only been going on for a couple of days at this point, really. So they're still trying to figure it out, but until then it's just better for everyone who can to stay below. No one's supposed to be able to get into Candlekeep without, you know, someone at the door. So I, I just waited out. We're sort of a special exception. I mean... Could we enter the keep proper? I don't think so. I mean, you're... Um, what, the library itself? Yes. I think they locked it. But there's there's reading rooms and towers we can probably have access to. Well, yeah, but the, 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 the avowed people, they bring books to you there. There's not, there's not a lot stored there. I've been in a couple of those. They're fine. I mean... Tidwell, can you go to Club Scepter? Certainly, Master. You make me do the voice, it, it comes out shitty. Deal with it. <laughs> and he poofs away. All right. And he comes, he, he comes back a moment later. The, the, it appears to be uh, sealed off, so. Well, so it's even planar access is sealed off. Oh, they, they locked everything down. They didn't want anyone going, going in or out just in case there was something that could be carried out with people. I mean, if this magic is reminiscent of the magic from the Shadowfell, I'd certainly lock off planar access, too, if I could. They locked off everything. It's been not terribly pleasant here. Well, but, you know, we do, may do. Do you, so you got here... Six uh, days ago. Six days ago. I think, yes. What did you come here for? Oh, I was I, I, I was doing some stuff at the Misty Forest. There's some, there's been some weirdness going on around in there. And uh, I wanted to check in with the history people and see if there was something that the trees weren't telling me. What's the Misty Forest? It's a, 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 a place where a bunch of elves live. What Elven book kingdom. did you bring? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know, sir? Yeah. Uh, before you left, was there a human woman with a penchant for knives who happened to show up in your area? Not in the Misty Forest, but I think I passed someone like that on the road. <laughs> did you see a stab in books? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't let her see mine. Wise. Or furniture. Well. What kind of uh, weirdness is happening in your forest? 
something with dragons? Cool. Not entirely sure what all what what all's going on. It's part of why I came here to oh, cool. to inquire. But Do you owe the money. Me? Why would I own the money? Was there a golden dragon? Golden dragons don't tend to attack people. That's where you're wrong. Wait, was it? Golden dragons don't tend to attack attack people who don't deserve it. Mm, that's that's where you're semi right. <laughs> Arguably. So, um, hypothetically speaking, let's say that the great readers in the avowed aren't able to fix this. I think we need to investigate. Well, I mean, if they're great readers, shouldn't they be able to fix this? Club, Club Scepter? Yeah, if they have to cast Detect Magic, we'll sunk. <laughs> I mean, these are very, very, very powerful casters who are working on this. So, you know. I mean, they have been certain... working on it for five days, so... What uh, what do you pres- what do you propose in terms of investigation? I was thinking you went out there and hung out for a while, and then we see what happens. That's not investigation, <laughs> Dewey. That's human testing. <laughs> Which yes. you know, thought, thought. You go out there, you fall asleep, you wake up, where person? Yeah, where halfling? I was a halfling once at the polymorph party. The uh, the proportionality of it really throws you off. What's the name of the elf who's perched up on the ladder who seems to kind of be overseeing things? Uh, her name was was referenced as uh, Varnier. Varnier. Um, I think Sabachthani is going to head over that way. Okay. And this woman has not looked up with all of this conversation that's going on. She's very, like, uh, buried in arranging things around her. Um, mostly books up on the shelves? Or yeah, there's, there's, there's a shelf of books that's about chest level with her, and she's reaching above it and, arran- and arranging pots of, of flowers that uh, bloom in darkness. Ah. I'm going to go ahead and follow along and cast ritually with book. Uh, <laughs> detect magic. Ooh. You've cracked this case wide open. <laughs> ooh, ooh, what are we looking for? Uh, magic. <laughs> Dog, Dewey, what kind of magic are you looking for? Well, there's a bunch of books here, so there might be arcane books or something like that, or maybe there's a, I don't know. All right, well, something. try, try not to go blind, because I can feel a lot of magic in here already. So, uh, go. And, like... <laughs> I'm trying, yeah. <laughs> You get blasted with, like, residue magic of all schools. Just, like, when when they said this was a place of study and practice, uh, there's residues from hundreds of years of study and practice. You know, so having lived here... You know about the fly, the Firefly Cellar. Mm-hmm. You never really went down there because there wasn't anyone down there who could who, who, who was really interested in you helping out with stuff. Um, you know a couple of things. They've been working on restoring it down here for a little while. Uh, there is a, an older human man and his little girl who live down here. The little girl is she's social, but she's but, but she's not she's not really interested in hanging out with you because you know you're a teenage boy. You're weird. You have cooties. <laughs> Don't take baths. <laughs> yeah, oh, please, but you know. But you are you you are aware of people who actually live down here and have been working on restoration uh, for a couple of months down here. Hmm. Anyway, I am looking for 
something that's not fireflies. And you know, <laughs> so I'm just. You are half blinded by everything down here. Um, is I'm there? Just gonna stumble around and follow Spock, Penny. <laughs> make, make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Dodge the table. Yeah. Uh, 19. 19. 19. So you do, like, trip over a stack of books that, that you can't quite see because they're much more mundane. They don't glow in your magical vision. But the, 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 the toe of your shoe clips it, and you kind of pinwheel off to one direction. But you are able to regain your balance fairly, even, even fairly gracefully, fairly acrobatically. And uh, nothing falls over, but the, the sudden sharp noise near her makes the elven woman look up as you're approaching Sabachthani. It's supposed to just, like, glance and then just pretend like nothing happened. <laughs> um, terribly sorry to interrupt. I just thought I'd inquire about the state of things, see if perhaps you'd, uh, had any conversation with the great readers or have any, um, talk. Perhaps, uh, Silvara or Vizirog has, uh, touched base? Oh, well, uh, hello, visitors. I didn't expect... Didn't expect anyone down here. Is the boy all right? He'll be fine. He just does this. You know, normally we're in more of a sort of, like, Scandinavian mystery venue, and then he likes to switch over to Degrassi to keep it light. That was more De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've, been, I've been touching base with a couple of the great readers. Uh, they're not terribly concerned about us over here because most of us... Most of us live here uh, and are working on the restoration project, oh, yes. with the exception of, uh, of the Tabaxi girl. Uh, but you are, you are all new. Uh, welcome. Hello. We're technically old. We're just new to this particular situation, trying to see. get our bearings. I see. So she'll come down the the, the ladder and bow, like bow very very slightly to you in respect. Uh, I am I'm Scribe Vernier. Scraven it, wonderful. Um, what can you uh, fill in? We sort of got the basic rundown, um, but uh, any any gaps you might be able to fill in on what seems to be going on or what seems to have happened around here. Well, from from the looks of things, is these sorts of things happen in Candlekeep now and again, and the uh, the the younglings they forget about them almost all of the time. But it, this will this will. The readers will sort it out. They always do. This too shall pass, yes, as, as they it, say. As it has for centuries upon centuries. Of course. Curious yeah. how it uh, only seems to affect things above ground. Is that sort of a known situation, or does that seem unique to this? From what I understand from some of the people that I talk to, there's something about the protective nature of, of the, the soil itself, the soil and the, the, the stone that protects from whatever strange mixture of magic happened up top. Curious. For, uh, this, this sort of thing happens now and again. You see, uh, I'm sorry, ma'am, what was your name? Oh, uh, Saba. Saba, a pleasure to meet you. You see, you see Saba, um... In an environment like Candlekeep, where you get thousands upon thousands upon thousands of magical tomes together, things can go a little odd here. Of course. It is not unlike, say, the Shadowfell or the Feywild to an extent, where um, if you believe in something 
hard enough and get enough people to believe it, it can sometimes manifest. And uh, if you get enough people believing something hard enough, does that just make it permanently real? Or can you uh, get them to unbelieve to reset the world to rats? I well, disbelieve. I rolled a disbelieve. Um, once, once belief is out in the world, it's very hard to kill. How do you kill an idea, really? Oh, swiftly, brutally, and uh, without mercy. But that's generally frowned upon and considered a war crime. Lobotomy is pretty okay. <laughs> Softcore pornography? Lester, I don't <clears throat> think this is the time nor the place. I feel like that's more of a distraction. Well, no, if you make some softcore pornography or something, it pretty much kills the idea of it. <laughs> what is it that you're working on on those shelves up there? Is that uh, related to the situation or just a pet project? Oh, no, this is this is my work right now. I, I am the scribe who is in charge of restoring the cellar. Ah. So here I am, I'm, I'm working on making it a little more homey, a little more, it was, um, it was very broken down, and uh, Ebder and 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 his and his child, Ebder in particular, likes it like that. And uh, Crinkle is, um, has been an issue, but we're, we're 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 getting along just fine. Have they been? Were they a particular issue, say about six days ago? Well, they weren't particularly happy about. Um, about Catula coming and staying down here when because she got caught in the house of rest, but otherwise she got caught in the house of rest. She was one of the last people in before before everything happened. <coughs> oh, of course, caught by the caught by the storms. Yes, mm -hmm. they don't particularly care for her because she's a tabaxi or because she's a druid. Neither. She's just, she's just a person in their space. Oh, they don't care for me either. But we're oh, they're those types. Yes, understandable. Crinkle. Um, I don't know where she is at the she's a she's a kenku and she tends to prefer uh nesting and a little bit more of the um of of of, of the broken down types of areas where she can hide her shiny things kenku so she's a bit of a mime then yes uh likes to uh repeat or maybe a mimic I was trying not to use that word. It means something else, but it does. Um, not so much. She has she she's been the custodian down here for twenty plus years, and in that time, um, I suppose people taught her how to talk properly. She does tend to repeat words a couple of times, yeah, but not not in the not in, in the sense that Kenku usually are. Of course. Well, we shall have to keep an eye out and make sure to uh, give her her space. That would probably be advisable. Are you all right, boy? Oh, I'm, j I'm just putting pieces of the puzzle together, that's all. He's very good at puzzles. Don't worry about it. Um, if you get the opportunity to uh, speak or send to any of the great readers, and you happen to speak to uh, Rita Silvara, if you could let her know that we've returned. Oh, well, Sylvira. I don't usually reach out to her, but I, I suppose that, that I Only can... if it's convenient. She uh, has worked with us before, so... Oh, I see. It makes more sense than alerting anybody else. Again, don't put yourself out. Who is it that you have been communicating with? 
Oh, anyone in particular? Or? Mostly just whoever is the most uh, available at at the moment. Of course. No, that makes perfect sense. I'm sure they're all very busy. Uh, uh Scrivenbark, he and I have been chatting most often. Excellent. And this... uh, where are they all holed up? Do you know which uh, enclave they've uh, stashed all of the poor unfortunate souls in? Uh, I'm afraid not. I mostly have been taking the opportunity to uh, work without interruption. Hmm. This isn't, I mean, what what happens out there with the sleep storms isn't really my concern. It's nothing that I can really help with. But this, this I can do. I can set this part of the world to rights. And, and how long have you been working on this? Uh, a couple of months. Young Dewey. Yeah. I didn't recognize you with the, uh, the tears streaming down your face. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, uh, I also got new clothes. They... That uh, certain, yeah. did you get a haircut? I did, yes. Oh, well. Well, welcome to my corner of Candlekeep. Well, Crinkle's corner of Candlekeep, but I'm working on that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, we I yes we've been working on this for for a couple of months. Excellent. Was there anything in particular that prompted you to start working down here? Nothing actual. Nothing actually in in particular besides wanting to restore it to it to its old glory. Certainly. Well, this has been enlightening. Do you, do you think it's, do you think anyone down here has the power to do this? Oh goodness, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it's I I I think that uh, I might be the most powerful person down here. Um, I mean. In my own little ways. Hmm. No, it, Dewey, child, you you must understand. I have been here for centuries, and here in in Candlekeep, and um, these things happen. Magical accidents and mistakes. They happen fairly frequently when people are messing with the weave or. Tell a story that gets to be too big. Yeah, yeah I heard Gordo's uh, having a rough go of it. Oh, that boy. Patient zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just, I just don't get it. I mean, I really, I don't get it. Well, it's a little bit beyond your canon, then, isn't it, dear? I mean, maybe the only way to know what really happens when someone goes to sleep is to go out there and go to sleep. Why well, welcome to try, Dewey. Why don't we save that experimentation for, for for tomorrow? You look as though you have just... You look as though you've been on the road for some time. Oh, forgive me. And Smokhani just, like, runs her hands over her clothes and all the dust just, like, away. Whoosh. That's quite a neat trick. I should get you to, I should get you to show me how, how you do that. Oh, it's just a little something from my mother. Oh. Well, she must be uh, quite an interesting caster. That's one way of putting it. Ooh, just looks over at these. You're already, you're already clean. We already know that. <laughs> <laughs> looks at Dewey and himself and just does the exact same thing with prestidigitation. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Um, just going to like saddle up to Dewey. Um, <laughs> he's very condescending. I mean, Any, he's an elf. <laughs> there are some very nice.
yourselves out there, but this one's kind of just a dick. Um, anyway, yeah, we should totally just, like, go get some rest. By the way, where is, where would Crinkle normally be? Well, she has, um, she has, she has her little room, uh, down, down in the lower floor, uh, the floor under, under, yes, down below, uh, two, two floors down. We try not to bother her because um, she can get very testy, and uh, yeah, probably best to just leave her alone. We give her her space. This was originally her space, and or at least she had laid claim to it. And uh, she doesn't like being bothered very much. Just hmm. let her go about her routine, so we can avoid any nastiness. Hmm. Please. And her her uh, father also down on the. No, no, no. Crinkle is is, is the Kenku. Oh, I'm sorry. I seem to have mixed this all up. You know, <laughs> blondes and all. She brushes back her black hair. So, Crinkle's not the child of Edgar. No, no. That's uh, that's Galeby. 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 G A I L B Y. Galeby. Galeby. And there's just a random Kenku down here. Yes. Who gets very, very angry when you disturb her space. Very angry. Okay. And causes sleep stones? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, goodness, no. She is not at all magical. Other than being a sentient bird. That, that was how she was born. You cannot, you cannot blame anyone for the way they're born. But you're hatched. a sentient person. <laughs> I don't know how it's that different. You're, you're, you're a sentient person, she's a sentient bird, and, and she's a sentient cat. We just fought a bunch of awakened trees. Like, nothing's really out of the bounds. My, yeah, my favorite one was when the tree's like, Oh, it's on fire, it's on fire, go back to the forest. <laughs> you're like, it's a really bad idea, Mr. Tree, but okay. I thought it was well, an excellent idea, personally. So... I think the big takeaway here is that the great readers are going to figure this out, and so we might as well uh, work on propagating the future of humanity. I'm going to go outside into the storm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would work. Lester, I thought you didn't want children. We had an entire fight about this on the road. Oh, look, I didn't say successfully. Uh. We just need to attempt it. Practice. Why, why, why don't you all settle in and at least rest here for the night? And tomorrow we can talk more about, uh, I, I will contact the, uh, uh, Sylvira tonight and uh, see if, if she's able to uh, offer assistance in getting you to where they're working. Just let her know in case we can be of any help. Certainly. Want to go talk to the bird? Uh, yes, but also goes over to Iris talking to my other bird. Um, <laughs> it's not what I meant. Oh, just... I want to. I'm in a bird talking mood. Fine. Oh, I've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was an exciting summer, wasn't it? What summer? It was literally two weeks ago when you really Not... want to talk to the were ravens. That wasn't what I was referring oh, yeah. oh, to. Yeah. You weren't even a twinkle in your grandfather's eye at that mm. time. <laughs> oh, those early You're days really of dating. You're really into I still think about that sparrow. <sighs> Red-breasted. When I was done with her. <laughs> hey, Iris. So, uh, anything new up top? No. It's very quiet out here. Too quiet. You know. Mm-hmm. 
I like that you're getting more humor. That's good. I hang out with you idiots. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and I will be like, yeah, that's... Oh, oh yeah, so can, can you ask, Iris, what... You are getting on the very edge of your range. Mm-hmm. What 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 she saw... Because Rusty, and Rusty's like... <laughs> He's really frazzled. I don't know what happened to him. And oh. I haven't asked him yet. Um, but, can you, like, what did she see about Rusty? Yeah, well, you saw Rusty running by, yeah? So, um... Did you see anything that would have spooked him? Well, he wasn't talking to me. Um, I didn't see anything that might have spooked him, but he came running out of that hole in the wall like his tail was on fire. Hmm. Looks at Rusty. No burn marks. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be going down deeper into the hole, so it might be a little bit while before I contact again. How about I come down then? Oh, no, I... I kind of want you to be up there just to see if you can see if anything happens. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I won't be s- able to tell you. You're, you're going to be out of my range. Yes, but like you hold on to that knowledge and then we chat about it because. Luckily, birds are not known for their memories. Because if they were, there would be a sparrow pooping on me just and about every day. I'm not allowed to have a pet. <laughs> <laughs> So this is what we're stuck with. Yeah, just, since you can taste that it tastes like me and Dewey. <laughs> you almost got a spit take from her. Well done. Just let me know if you see or hear or taste anything. If like Lester yeah. starts. Yeah, to- yeah. And you hear like this huge sniff in your in your brain, and you get the you get you get the sense that she is looking back and forth. Oh, I think I think one's coming. Going around, going around. When like, <laughs> gr- like you see like just like gentle green flames in his um, pupils. Just hand on the shoulder, like to make sure that he doesn't like fall over or something. Sure, something st- <laughs> happens. So, looking through Iris's eyes. Who has the magical raven kind of kind of kind of way of, look, of looking at things? Everything is in a weird like gradient color, um, and in that you can see a ripple in the twilight. It reminds you m- more than anything else of someone on like one side of a sheet doing that flap thing, mm-hmm. and it's just like rolling through the the the, the court of air. And as you're watching, it like rolls through the front door of the house of rest which is closed and locked as Dewey himself made sure interesting hmm when i go into a detect magic mm-hmm. is i i guess this would be more of a world building question how much of the weave do i see how much do i see of the movement of it and since being able to see it now is it similar so usually when you are detecting magic you are seeing something that was placed onto an object or a place or a person Mm -hmm. it's not that you can see the weave itself but you can see the weave's effects Mm -hmm. with with different like uh colors indicating the 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 school of magic that Mm -hmm. that was used in that particular instance so it's not that you can see the way that the, that the weave itself is moving at that moment. Mm-hmm. 
So this is weird. Mm. Like you, when when you do like bigger castings, and you would remember this from when you did really big castings, you could feel the weave flex and move, but you never saw it. This is something different. And this, am I seeing this because of magical iris eyes, or am I just literally seeing it just like at the faintest edge, just be like? Bleh. You're seeing it. Um, kind of like that swimminess that comes on the, at the corners of your eyes if you mm -hmm. get like a visual migraine. Mm. Interesting. And you get the impression from being in Iris's eyes that that is why you're being able to see it, specifically because of who and what she is. Interesting. Okay. Well, this is helpful. Come back in and... <laughs> Have her come back on my shoulder. Oh, thank goodness. Huh. Hmm. You kids all right? Okay. So, I likely can't see it, but... It, have you ever been on the ocean? Yes. Like, it's kind of like warbling a little bit, and then you, you look at a plane or like a wall, and it kind of still warbles a bit. Like a mirage? Yeah, that's the feeling I'm having right now. Right now, your face is kind of going... But basically, that's what I saw when I was looking through Iris's eyes. There was just like a wave of... Like and a it... wave of magic? Mm hmm Well, that's not great. Yeah. No. But it can't get down here. Yes. But it was also just... It's, it's really cool to see the weave. It was literally like... As he described, a weave. It is like a fabric. So it was just like... Bloom. Did you see where it came from? Like, was there an originating point? Or was it just a ripple? Because, you know, if you're talking about comparing it to the ocean, if I flick a stone into the water and it creates a ripple, that ripple starts from where the stone dropped in. So when you're doing magic, I know when I used to do magic for my mother, I could feel it start from wherever my casting and spread out. Sorry, your face right now is just going like this <laughs> in my eyes and it's kind of hard to... Um, no, I didn't see any... Did I see a starting point? No. It, it, your, your analogy of the ocean is actually really good because it was just like... When, once you saw the first one, it was almost constant. Mm. And so... Unlike what they were saying, it's not 15 or 20 minutes. It seems like this is fairly constant and something accelerates it every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Or it hits a different point. Mm. Iris tugs at your hair and, and, and then says in your mind, no, 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 no. I saw it start. Mm -hmm. I didn't see where it started, but it was starting. It wasn't going before. That's why I yelled at you to shut up. Oh, I, w I wonder if a certain Kenku like, grabbed a blanket and was like, whoosh, down, down. I mean, that's essentially like what it was, so... When she was like, shut up, shut up, shut up, and then I popped into it, at that point, was it already rippling? Or was it like I could see at least a direction as it, because it did come through the door, mm -hmm. right? And did it feel like it came in that direction? It felt like it would. So I, when, when Iris was watching it, you watched that, that ripple come through, but it was like watching one ripple in the middle of a whole bunch mm. of them. But she had seen the ripple start. Um, and she's like, it started right at about where, uh, you and Dewey were doing those fucking sleep storms. Mm. I relay that. <laughs> Interesting. 
Well, that's right over by the church, right? The little chapel? Yeah. So well, that's the point of divergence, if you will? I mean, that's the thing. It, it is literally like the Shadowfell. Gordo experienced the sleep storms right in that area. And so he's like, oh, them sleep storms. Excuse me. Them sleep storms. <laughs> we can't afford that accent yet. Wooya. Wooya doing Gordo. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. So, I wonder if, I mean, does this belief, is it, I don't know, is it a, is it a thing? Is it, is it an actual, does it have consciousness? Well, I mean, like in the Shadowfell, I imagined a giant ghost ship, and in the sky there was a giant ghost ship, but then it dissipated. So, like you were saying, how do we kill an idea? That's harder because it's now implanted in everybody's mind and everybody's mind who has been in this area. So now everyone believes in it. Mm. Now, if I was who I was, I could go to each and every single person and be like, you forget, you forget, you forget, you forget. But we don't, we don't have that. I mean... Um, I can call someone, but that's probably a bad idea. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think there's something to, to to discover here. I think let's let's keep the 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 you know the devil contracts to a minimum. So, but but just let me, if you'll indulge me for a second here, uh, we have been told repeatedly that this is not an uncommon incident here, and that it gets handled within several days so why don't we just let those who handle this sort of thing handle this sort of thing yeah but there's also a little bit of curiosity part of me wants to go to sleep part of me doesn't because i feel like something might happen well something's certainly gonna happen it's just a matter of what's gonna happen especially if the effect that seems to be occurring to everyone who gets caught in these sleep storms is some sort of change or transformation that is not something we experienced when we were in the shadow fell has, has yeah. the kinku been out at all D could Durban. the kinku have been impacted by this it sounds like the kinku just wants all of us to fuck right out of this cellar and leave her alone. Not the first Kenku to say that to me. Well, maybe you can do something <laughs> to convince her that everything's gonna be alright, then you're much better with the uh, avian folk than I am. I mean, I like her already because the Varnier person doesn't seem to like her, and I don't like Based Varnier. on my knowledge yes. of the great readers of Candlekeep, yes. do I... Can I think of anyone who might have the ability to see the weave the way that Iris can. Interesting. Like, do I know of anyone in the Great Raiders who- Is there an undead has, Well, who, who has connections to the Shadowfell, who has that kind of planar experience. Mm -hmm. Like, the, like if I was just gonna go talk to someone right now, I would go ask Vizirog if he knows, mm -hmm. but- um, I'm not, even, I'm not even gonna make you roll for <laughs> okay. that because frankly the two people that you have spent the most time talking to are people who have the most experience with the planes and with aberrations undead and so on and so forth. Okay. So 
from what you know about about the great readers and what you would have learned in preparation for this particular trip, mm -hmm. uh, those are the two who are the most likely to have a pretty good handle on being able to see the weave. Yeah. Or have access to some sort of magic that would allow them to do what I Sure. Just, okay, great. That's that was my question. Yeah, not gonna make you roll for that one. That that, that that's pretty easy surface knowledge. Great. I was gonna say I was like I'll roll for it if this is something where I would have had to research it before I got here. But but you did do research, but before you got here, and then sp have spent time around those two people Great. specifically. Okay. Cool. Shall we go talk to the angry bird? I mean, honestly, I just want to be her friend because. I don't like this Farnier person. I don't think she's evil. I just think she's condescending and kind of a biznitch. I find that very attractive. Condescending <laughs> women are very attractive. Hmm. So, good cop, bad cop, then? No, just good cop, bad, good cop, bad cop, horny cop? What we, <laughs> we usually do stupid cop. <laughs> no cops, just saying, hey, what's up? How's it doing? Okay. How you doing? <laughs> No, I'm not interested in that way. I I am eight years old. You gotta start somewhere. She hollow bones. Yeah. Is it actually I don't I don't know. Do we crinkle? Crinkle? Crinkle. 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 I, Adorable. I, 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 actually I don't want to judge. Please so do not know. get us thrown out <laughs> of safety before the sleep storms get resolved. I think I think okay. You want to go talk to her? I think, uh, can you take Rusty? I'll go. Sure. So, allow me to describe the area that you are currently in, since you sort of went straight into conversation. <laughs> and this, I will say that this, this, uh, this module is arranged in kind of a weird order, so I had to look for things. That's fair. Uh, you are currently up in, up in a balcony area. Um, standing, standing where, where you are, you can actually look down into a lower floor. Um, this circular room contains curved, dark wooden bookcases packed with books of assorted shapes, sizes, and ages. There are flowers and ceramic pots on the top of the shelves, which was what uh, Varnier was working on when you came in, um, giving the area a sweet fragrance. Alcoves are spaced at regular intervals around the perimeter of the room. Four of them contain polished bronze statues of bespeckled scholars, and three hold overstuffed chairs. In the center of the room, a brass railing surrounds an overlook that gives a view of the lower level of the stacks. Hanging from the ceiling, above the opening in the floor, is an enormous sculpture of an open book that looks as though the cover is flapping to keep it aloft. There is a spiral staircase in the east that leads down, as well as up to the trapdoor exit set in the ceiling. The occasional errant firefly flits about. Well, down we go. Do you see a feather fall? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just tempted to jump off of this railing. Well, I will Dude. bet you five gold pieces right now that sculpture's fallen at some point. Probably gonna get stabbed too. Well, do you yeah. all have some particular feat that I've never heard of that like allows you to enhance your skills with an adrenaline rush from doing these insane stunts? No, I just feel like it'd be kind of cool to do that. Sometimes the most badass thing you can do is safe and efficient investigation. I mean, less the efficient part, but walking. Can be very efficient, slow motion. Efficiently, if I just go over this railing, if you cast Featherfall, I will get there faster than going down the stairs. Is that really an efficient use of Dewey's spell slots, though? He doesn't it's have cool. offensive spells to burn. Yeah, that's fair. It's he pretty is... cool. I've actually never seen it in action. Yeah, you kind of when I fall. When I, when I <laughs> thought about using it, I forgot that I had not. This takes 11 it. minutes! <laughs> Do you want to try it? 
Yeah, that's, that's right. Okay, I will get up on the railing. Shall we start taking the stairs, my love? Oh, you all can go talk to this bird person all on your lonesome. I have other things to do. All right. I'm gonna do the Aladdin the thing. Do you trust me? Yeah. I am oh. of your blood. A whole new Dewey waits just that second. Yeah. Yeah. Just right to the last minute. <laughs> you fall 600 feet in six seconds. You don't have Which to wait really for thick. terminal velocity before you cast. <laughs> <laughs> And the, cast Featherfall. the spell goes off without a hitch, and you go feather falling. Mary Poppins. Yes, Mary Poppins. <laughs> down, down to the lower. And I walk floor. down the stairs. <laughs> Rusty floats onto my shoulder. Wee. <laughs> uh, look, uh, when you arrive down in the stacks, this is another like enormous circular room. The musty smell of old books hangs in the air here. Concentric rings of bookcases dominate the space with a heavy granite table occupying the room's center. The table would be a circle, but for six semicircular gaps cut into it around its edge, creating spaces for six chairs. Small stacks of books rest on the table, along with a candle holder that contains firefly-filled jars. Hmm. So they said two levels down was where the bird was. Two levels down? Two levels down. Oh. Gotta go find it. <laughs> but what else uh, is here? The stairway down? So... Wait. Down, down, down here at, uh, at this table, there is, there is someone who is hunched over uh, a book, uh, a human man. Eberly, Eber, Ebder, Ebderb, Ebder. Hey, I'm assuming you're Ebderb. Hi. It, yes, yes. Uh, how can I help you? Oh, we're just looking for Crinkle. Ooh, uh, you should probably leave her alone. See, that's the thing, though. You all try and leave her alone. But also, you're not really trying to make friends with her. We've been trying to make to, to make friends with her. We've been trying for months to make friends with her. You only just arrived, child. Uh, I would ask that you not disturb her because she starts to shriek and might just put my daughter to bed. So, so it, she's a floor down, right? If you, if you bother her and you wake up my child, I am, I am going to be very upset. Don't worry, I can just put her back to sleep. Yeah. Uh, There's what, 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 uh, what, 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 what they mean is... No, I think I understand what the child means. Well, Stay away from my daughter. And that's how we all got burned at the stake as witches, <laughs> in a place where magic is totally normal. I mean, uh, I, I, so, uh, what are you researching, sir? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm working on helping out with the, uh, the restoration. Varnier requested a little bit of extra help. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm helping out. Have, have there been any like books down here with arcane knowledge in them? Yeah, most of the stuff down here is just it's their stories, hmm. with a little bit of magic to them to keep them from rotting. But yeah, I say I burned my retinas. Ah, yeah. Are you at all concerned about the uh, sleep storm situation outside? Very. I'm. I haven't been able to take uh, uh, Galby outside for days, and uh, uh, she's getting a little stir crazy. Mm. I'd love to see this resolved as soon as possible. But in your estimation, is this atypical? Well, I've never seen something like this before. Because we were led to believe from your companion upstairs that this sort of thing happens now and then, and the great readers. Oh, Varnier, she's. 
she's hundreds of years old and she's been here for hundreds of years. I'm sure the things like this have happened in her lifetime, but I'm a human. It hasn't happened in my lifetime while I've been here. I've also, you know, been here a decade. So. Well, I assure you, uh, we our, our goal is not to disturb uh, uh, Ms. Crinkle. We just, uh, we're doing some investigation. What on earth are you investigating? Uh, the, the problem outside. The problem outside has nothing to do with what, with what's with us our our work in here. It's all idiots fucking around up up top. If only we could find those idiots. You know, that'd be real helpful. Punish them appropriately. Yeah. Not not terribly fond of having to to keep the kid away from sunlight when we had that. Mm. Uh, the darkness part of this is interesting because it doesn't seem like. That was endemic of, of putting people to sleep. That's not part of the, the magic. Now, I don't know a whole lot about how the actual expels work, but from the little snippets that I've heard when, when uh, uh, Varna uh, talks to the, the, the great readers, uh, apparently it's something about, you know, it's time to sleep. It's dark. Oh, interesting. Kind of like that, yeah. Twilight. So if it were me, it would actually be light most of the time because I prefer to sleep during the day. No, it depends on what you believe, I guess. Maybe there's vampires out there, and they're like, "Oh, we need it dim and dark," and then a bunch of vampires are actually like taking over the school while we're just vampires sitting aren't real. <laughs> is there? It's like thirty days of night, and I hate you for making <laughs> me think of that. <laughs> is there any sort of con uh, connecting tunnel between this area and Candlekeep proper? I don't think so, but if there is, Varnier would know about it. Hmm. And and how many of these these little uh, firefly pits or things like it are there around here? Oh no, just just this one, just the firefly cellar. So where is everyone else hiding? There are other. Well, there's not another place that's like this. That's mm. like the the learning area. Most everyone else is holed up in you know, storage rooms and things like that. And we actually we actually got the better end of the deal. I see. It's actually. I mean, I live down here, so it's, you know, it's normal for me, but it's, it's pretty cozy. Better than being stuck in a, in a hole in the wall or something. How, how long has Crinkle lived here? Ooh, she was here before I came in. Oh, wow. 20... And does she say, get the fuck out of my cellar? See, me and Gailby, we don't bother her. Oh, okay. <laughs> we work with her as much as we can. She's put, she puts up with us. It's Varna coming in and doing the renovations that has pissed her off. At this point, Elvia will have slinked off trying to get to the second floor. Third floor. Or third floor, yeah. Uh, make me a stealth check. I didn't notice. <laughs> nope, that's cocked. <laughs> nope, six. Yeah, uh, against his nat 20. Yep. Yeah. Well, he's gonna like reach out, not even really looking, grab you by the collar and pull you back around. Um, Excuse me, sleep. No, no. <laughs> bitch. Oh my God. No, no. Go ahead. Oh, no. no, sir. Oh, to no. him, you're an eight year old. Second level. Go ahead. Five. Fourteen. Uh. 14, 23, and then I believe it's D7, right? Oh, no. There is no D7. 
One more. Did I say 23? 23. Uh, 31. 31. All right. He does He does collapse. And from and from up above, you hear you hear Catula scream. Just start walking. It's down here too. He brought it down here with him. Get him out of here. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right. not my fault. <laughs> yes. And that's where we're going to end for tonight. Thank you all so much for for joining us. Uh, wow. <laughs> we'll see how this turns out. Should be interesting. <laughs> we all just arrived at the same time. I don't know any of them. Never seen them. <laughs> just want to go talk to the bird, and he's being a dick about it. So there. You 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 were trying to sneak off and then go and go get his daughter woken up, and you're eight years old. Yep. He's perfectly within his rights. So, thank you all so much for watching. Uh, give us a follow on Twitch, a subscription on YouTube, and a review on the podcast app of your choice. Stick around uh, next week for episode 20, goodness gracious, to see what exactly happens to Wuya after he's pissed off a father. We survived the Shadowfell for this. <laughs> this is a father he's going to. Scariest thing we've encountered. So, episode 20 of Swords and Sages on Monday. Episode 1 of Chaos Agents. Campaign 2, Murder in Porthoria. Tuesday. Tuesday. 7 p.m. Yes. Uh, and then and then on Wednesday, uh, the redacted reports. We're just we're just keeping all of that uh, entertainment moving. So uh, the, the the week of entertainment for this week, we are we have a new episode of of the redacted reports that comes out on Wednesday. On Saturday, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden has its final mega episode, <laughs> starting at ten o'clock in the morning and going until well, either they kill Earl or she kills them, or it's six p.m. because someone has a date. <laughs> rusty, is it me? We're rusting. Yes. Surprise. <laughs> Wait, I'm on a date with a Rusty? Yeah. No. <laughs> I almost made it an entire episode before Rusty got yeeted off the table. <laughs> Six hit points. Oh, goodness. You're need them. Uh, we are currently on break with with our Call of Cthulhu campaign, but we will be back sometime in February. Keep an eye on, on the announcements. Join our Discord to see when everything is happening. We try to make a point of uh, putting everything interesting in there. And then we will be back on... On Monday, Tuesday will be Chaos Agents, Wednesday will be Redacted Reports, and on we go. Just onward and upward, all sorts of fun stuff going on around here. We're going into the new year strong, so come and join us. Stick around with us. Thank you so much, and have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Swords and Sages. If you want to catch us live, check us out at twitch.tv slash questsinchaos or go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash questschaos. Join us next time for more Swords and Sages. Thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. This podcast is supported by our patrons, starting with our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tamago Tora. Nothing is more important than middle management. Here is our inspiration middle management. Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Erebus, Anonymous Wizard, Jen W. and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, 
Jeremy, J. Matthews, Red Dead Coquette, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. Of course, we also have some amazing guild members that help keep us going. If you would like to support us as well, please consider joining at patreon.com slash quests and chaos.